Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to, or watching, Insert Quest here. Today we're playing Eclipse Phase. We're going to be playing a short uh, scenario uh, of my own creation called Fast Extraction. I was going to say EVAC. I keep saying, thinking EVAC. Fast Extraction. Uh, the goal here is for our group of mercenaries to uh, pluck a target person from a moving maglev train. They need to take them alive and preferably intact. Ah, there we go. Uh, yeah, so uh, we've got two players. We've got Kim, a veteran, and a new player, uh, Connell, and I'll have them introduce themselves in a minute. Uh, but here is the scenario hook. Secure connection open. Agent router online. Agent praxis. I need operatives for a hard and fast extraction mission. They don't need to be on the payroll, but I need them within the next six hours. Martian locals are ideal. They need their own equipment, but I'll provide entry and exit vectors. Mission requires at least two operatives. Target must be extracted alive. Target will be on board a moving maglev train. Router Novus. Labor budget? Uh, agent Praxis. 100,000 credits. Router Novus. You must be in a hurry. Uh, I should have something for you within an hour. Operatives will meet at Olympus City. Connection closed. Uh, and that will be where we begin in just a moment. So, how about you introduce yourselves, starting with Kim. Hi, I'm Kim. <coughs> uh, today I will be playing a... Uh, an ultimate, uh, an ultimate mercenary from the core book pregens, who's a lunar colonist, and his name is Vincent Osman, and uh, he may have some kind of voice going on, which I'll, I'll let you know about when I decide. Um, so he's a dude, and he's just going in there and busting shit up. Basically, he is the most combaty Eclipse Phase character I've ever played, and his background, as described uh, in the core book is totally on the bandwagon for this kind of deal, and it really fits with the ultimate psyche. So um, prepare for some philosophically charged dispense of justice and or natural carnage. Kim, can you tell everybody listening a little bit about uh, the Ultimates faction? Only one or two words. Oh, okay. So Ultimates um, are basically... Uh, interested in self-development, like personal development. They are interested in becoming the peak physical and mental uh, people that they can be within themselves, and that makes them awesome. Um, they're often uh, a little bit ostracized by the majority of the rest of humanity because uh, they, they tend to put themselves on this elite pedestal whilst trying to keep everyone happy. It's um, it, it's a little bit weird. And they and my particular ultimate is actually sleeved in a remade, which um, uh, example, uh, doesn't exemplify that. It, it The word that I'm looking for brings it all together, makes it worse. Amplify, amplifies it, uh, because that particular morph has a trait in it called Uncanny Valley, which makes them look almost human, but not quite human, 
and it puts people off. There we go. Uh, yeah, the Ultimates are a pretty interesting fashion with the uh, faction with the whole Philosopher King thing. Uh, Connell, can you please introduce yourself? Hi everyone, I'm Connell, a long-time gamer of various sorts. Tonight I'll be playing Eclipse for the first time, so if uh, I'm a bit slow on the uptake, I beg your forgiveness. I'm going to be playing an Earth Survivor, so just the pre-gen... Um, yeah, from the Sunwood yeah. book. So, yes, from the Sunwood book, quite right. So, um, background, he was a fall evacuee from the faction Brinker and Morph Splicer. Typical Excellent. sort of... Um, Typical sort of uh, Earth survivor, pretty hard as nails, just living day-to-day -day kind of guy, um, called Mobius Kite. Oh, you named him Mobius Kite. That's an interesting name. Kite with a Y, just because, you know, it's fancy. Yeah, so the, the fall, uh, the Earth survivor, unlike everyone else uh, in Eclipse Phase that survived the fall, the Earth survivor survived on Earth with all the leftover Titan War Machines and, like, the forests made of nanomachines that broadcast Wi-Fi signals and uh, the storms of metal and the fractal monsters just running around. So you've lived there for a while and either... And for whatever reason, somehow you managed to get off... Um, I've had... Off Earth, obviously. I mean, I'm sure you got off. You've got to pass the time somehow. Dude, there's no friggin' time to get off. <laughs> yeah, you've constantly nano running. Forests, man, nano forests. <laughs> constantly running from nanotech war machines. Uh, yeah, so either you farcasted out or maybe firewall or something pulled you uh, out of there. Um, I like to think he um, smuggled himself aboard a ship. Well, there's no ships that go down, but it's oh. possible that you could have... Um, I had one character who chose this background uh, for a character that they were making themselves. Uh they had their character had scratch built a ego farcaster and broadcast themselves off the planet. Oh, okay. Uh, but it took them like five years to scavenge all the parts together. Uh, so yeah, things How like that. How about pirating a signal? Yeah, you could have tried to. You like could have hijacked. found an, an existing signal. There are rumors that there are bases still active uh, on the Earth's surface. Um, Firewall, the secret organization that most players play as in Eclipse Phase, uh, actually know that the of the two uh, space elevators, uh, one of them is completely destroyed, and the other one, which everyone thinks is destroyed or, or non-functional but still intact, actually is still operational. Um, so... They don't use it, but they know that it could be turned on. Um, so yeah, we're gonna. This scenario will be taking place on Mars. Uh, I'm going to assume that all of the characters will already be at this meeting point. Um, yeah. So you'll be starting in Olympus City. Uh, Olympus City is built in the crater of Olympus Mons, the largest mountain in the solar system. Um, it is one of the most famous um, things on Mars, really. Um, it, you, it's where the Martian space elevator was built. Uh, it used to be the biggest, most populous city in um, on Mars uh, until after the fall, people started to gravitate away from there. So mostly Olympus City has 
around the base of the space elevator, there's a lot of industrial complexes, transport companies are based there, there's a lot of logistical firms and things like that. Uh, and then outside of that is just really going to shit housing and stuff, empty buildings. Um, it's just not a very... Nobody rich lives there, unlike Elysium, which is basically the Hollywood of Eclipse Phase, um, or or Noctis. Noctis? Yeah, Noctis, uh, which is also really popular. It is like a tech hub. Um, it's a bridge city. They've got three bridges that span a canyon, and most of the people live on them. Uh, yeah, so you'll be starting in Olympus City. Um, you've probably caught a train there or come down the elevator, depending on where you were previously. You may have just been living in Olympus and like, hey, look, mercenary work, I can do that. Uh, the 100,000 credits is a lot of uh, money. Um, yep. That would buy you an entirely new top-of-the-line morph, which is a body, because in Eclipse Phase yeah. you can switch out bodies. Uh, most of the players the players know this already, but just in case there are people not around. So yeah, Eclipse Phase is a cyberpunk setting. Uh, it leans more towards hard science fiction. So there's no, there are aliens, but they are, they do not look anything like humans. Um, they are all very varied. They are very hard to communicate with. None of them speak English, uh, or anything like it. Like all the communication is really hard, and they are all suitably alien. Um, there's no faster than light travel, really. Um, the fastest way to travel is to broadcast your ego, your stored personality, across the system and then have it installed into a new body because traveling via a uh, spaceship would take years sometimes depending on how far you're going. So we'll be beginning with you guys having just walked into uh, a small... Uh, appears to be a transportation firm that seems to deal with shipping uh, shipping Earth artifacts from Olympus City uh, to various places around Mars. So, so rich people um, who get artifacts that used to be on Earth, they manage to get them out uh, into space, um, either from old derelict ships or whatever. Um, they then need to get them to their homes on Mars uh, and there is a certain, uh, it's delicate, it's like shipping museum-grade artifacts, basically. It requires special skills. So that is what the place appears to be outside. When you step inside, it is completely empty, there, except for a single desk and a single chair in the middle of the room. Uh, you don't see anyone there. Uh, but you two have just arrived at the door together, and then... You can either... You can, I'll say that you're standing out front, actually, but you can see in because the door is open. So you, your characters, can talk to each other if you wish. So, my Obus, was it? Mobius. Uh, Mobius. I should point out, Kim would be able to tell uh, who you are uh, unless you decide not to, uh, simply by the uh, mesh, the permeating internet everywhere. Um, yep. You have a mesh ID that will show up in the uh, augmented reality band. Uh, so uh, you can turn that off so that it won't show, uh, but that would make you suspicious not most of the time. Um, you could put a fake name on there, but again, makes you suspicious. Uh, but you can do as you wish. I think I will turn mine off. Okay, so he doesn't I have his... like people. He doesn't have a mesh ID up, so you'll have to introduce yourself the old way, Kim. Uh, 
Oh, okay, fair enough. <clears throat> well, I guess he can see my... Yes, he can totally see yours. Because I'm, I'm broadcasting it like normal. Yes. Um, so we, we don't know each other prior to this, I take it. No, you don't know each other. Um, actually... Does it have so Connell? It'll. I can. I've actually got your character sheet up. See where it says rep. <laughs> it's down next to traits. Yes. Primary weapon. Yes, I do. So rep are uh, reputation. Um, your basically your score, how popular you are with a certain faction. C rep is civic rep. Uh, that's corporations, jo uh, Jovians, and ultimates. Kim is an ultimate. Uh. Uh -huh. E-rep is ecologist rep, so that's like eco-terrorists, but also eco-scientists, uh, some recla some reclaimers, the people that want to take Earth back, have E-rep, and I-rep is firewall rep. You're apparently actually a firewall agent. <laughs> You've got an I-rep of 70, so we know how you got off Mars, uh, off Earth, rather. Uh but most firewall agents do not work for firewall full time. Um, they are basically freelancers because firewall can't afford to pay people full time. So chances are you're just a freelance sentinel. So this is like in between firewall jobs. You're you know doing this okay. of work. So you can cool. probably see uh, that Kim is a ultimate, and you can be able to see Kim's uh, C rep score. Uh, so you can ask me if you want that. Which is fitty. You've both got the same C rep. You're both equally popular on Civic uh, Service, Civic Net. I'm known in all the boroughs. So yes, so you can see Kim's name though. And and sorry, Kim's name was Vincent Osmond. Vincent Osmond with an S. Vincent Osmond with an S. Brilliant. We've not met before. We have no, you have not. Uh, so, are you here for a reason, my fine young man? Fine young man. I assume you're here for the train job also. Uh, to the point. I like that. I like that in a man. Uh, yes, of course, I'm here for the change job. Uh, as uh, I'm, I'm Vincent. Pleasure. Kind. Shall we step inside? Let's. You step into the room. There doesn't appear to be anything here. There's not even like posters on the wall. There's, there's not even, uh, there's no screens or anything like that. It's just a blank table with a chair. Uh, there's a thick layer of dust on everything, though. I'm gonna. Casually saunter forward and sit in the chair. Alright, you sit in the chair. I will stay by the door, my hand on my weapon. Uh, a timer ticks down in your... Uh... Oh, that's a good point. I didn't really mention this. I didn't mention this so much to uh, Connell, but Kim would know this. Everybody in Eclipse Phase has a muse. It's a personal data assistant slash best friend slash imaginary friend. It's an AI that lives in your mesh inserts, which are the, basically the computer implanted in your brain, uh, yep. although sometimes they are in your neck. Um, and uh, that can be d displayed as anything you wish. Uh, and it has three knowledge skills. So knowledge skills can be 
languages, interests, which are like hobbies, um, profession skills, so like, I think you might have a profession, you have profession resistance, for example, so mm -hmm. yeah, um, and we can put those in as we go, but you could, you get All to right. decide what your muse is, uh, but your muses uh, tell you that uh, the meeting uh, time has arrived. Okay. Uh, and the minute that happens, uh, somebody opens a door at the back of the room, a door you didn't see before, which means it was some panel that was flush with the wall. Uh, inside you see a lot of um, electronics, and you think you see a healing vat. Uh, the door quickly closes as a person steps out. Uh, and they are in a, uh, what looks like a ghost morph, uh, which is a... Uh, infiltration specialized morph. It's got. It can turn itself invisible. It is a biomorph, though, uh, Connell, which means it's norm, pretty much fully organic. Uh. Uh, but you can recognize it because it's one of the more common morphs around. Um, it's not like highly specialized or anything, but it is geared towards infiltration. Uh, he steps forward and says, "I am Agent Praxis." Agent Praxis. What time of day is it? It's midday equivalent. Because Good Mars. Afternoon. We don't have a lot of time. The the uh, initial plan was to take uh, the target when he was climbing the the space elevator, but he had a change of plans and is now heading out into the outback. Uh, sorry, go. Do we have an entry vector? We have two possible entry vectors and two possible exit vectors. One of the exit vectors will only be available if you take one of the specific entry vectors. Uh, he pulls out a piece of what would look to you and I, uh, 21st century uh, savages that we are, would look like a big roll of paper. Your characters know that this is an ecto. It's a computer screen slash computer um, that he'll... Uh, and he rolls it out across the table uh, and the whole table surface basically becomes a computer. Comes up with a picture of a man that looks... Uh, seems to be uh, of American... Uh, sorry, European and Indian uh, descent. Uh, and when I say Indian, I mean the Indian subcontinent, not Native American. Just give me a second. Uh, yes, uh, it says, this is the target. The plan is to hit him on a maglev train. Now, there are two possibly en possible entrances. You can either go to the rail station now. Uh, now, you have an hour before the train departs, uh, get on board uh, disguised as passengers and wait till you're out on the uh, in the flatlands and then abduct him or if you uh, do not like that entrance you could take a heavily armed gunship and assault the train. I prefer the quieter entry. The quieter entry does have its own drawbacks in that you will not be able to take in all of your weaponry. You'll only be able to take small concealable items. 
Vincent, what are your thoughts? I unfortunately have very few small concealable items, as you can see with me as I lift up my railgun SMG, my particle beam bolter. I'm guessing my... those would have been in a bag, considering... Okay, well, I'm just testing a bag, as well as my yeah. bandolier of grenades, whatever. Yeah, no, I'm just... yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yes, as you can see, I've brought quite a lot of gear with me. And, uh, yes, so unless you have something to lend me... We do have a, we do have a uh, fabricator, but you wouldn't have much time. You'd only be able to pr print one weapon. Suppose we take the gunship, then. If that is what you wish. Well, the, tar the target's wish. name is... <clears throat> the target's name is Aaron Gadhavi. He is, before the fall, he worked as a worked for the Indian. He worked for the American uh, intelligence agencies in India, Pakistan, Afghanistan, all of the stands. Uh, as a liaison uh, between them and the ultimate mercenaries. Uh, this was before they became a philosophical movement back when they were just hired killers. Fair enough. Does one of you not have, like, headphones or something in? I do. It'll be... I've got mine in. It's just because I'm picking up uh, the microphone. I've, I've noticed a bit of um, reverb from when when you're speaking, Raymond. Yeah, which is odd considering. Guys, everyone, just like take your earphones out for a sec. I'll keep talking. Make sure that you're uh, not receiving any sound through your regular speakers. I turned my I muted my regular speakers. Good idea. I'm not hearing it right now. Okay, cool. Maybe yeah, my speakers, I, maybe my speakers am, were on. I'm very sorry. I've got to make a quick call for work. My casual seems to be in need. That's all right. I can do stuff with Kim. Great. I'll just mute myself. Duh. Yep, that's fine. Uh, so yeah, Kim. This guy's just insulted the ultimates. How? He said that they used to just be trained killers. Right, I must have totally missed that bit. Yeah, he said that this guy used to liaise for the American uh, intelligence agencies uh, before the fall in India and whatnot, uh, and he used to... Basically, he would coordinate with the ultimate mercenaries uh, before they were the just called the ultimates. Uh, and he said back when... The, and he used the phrase, back when they were just hired killers... Yeah, so obviously he thinks that they've grown into something more now. Okay, that's fine. Uh, he brings up an image of the... Oh, I already said he had an image of the person. Uh, you can't quite tell what the morph is, uh, and that's when he points out this guy is a, now lives in the Jovian Republic. He's currently here uh, on a... basically as a medical tourist. He's come to, you know, use our heath, 
our heretical technology, get himself all healthed up. Probably has a freaking cortical stack and has backed himself up as well, but whatever. He's basically in a flat. Uh, he's probably got some biomods and whatnot, but yeah. Not in any sort of high-grade morph. Well, uh, I suppose we could take the stealth route. If it's up to you. If you to make me a uh, heavy pistol, say. Well, we don't know who is going to be on the train. This was not planned. We didn't... We, I only had six hours to knock together this mission. Fair enough. Um... There was no indication on his schedule that he was going to head out here. We had agents infiltrated into his staff, and there was no indication this was going to happen. All right, can I make either a profession military ops or a profession security ops um, uh, uh, role to get some insight from you, which you think is the best option for our team, like a DM check? Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, so, yeah, make me a security ops. Okay, 64. Security? Yeah, security ops. Not military. Not military. Okay, that failed. Okay. Yeah, it's it's security ops because it's more to do with, like, what is the resistance going to be like on the train? Uh, will he have bodyguards? That sort of stuff. Yeah. I'd say military if it was just, like, hit the target at the place. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. No, you could, uh, mm, I don't know. I was going to say, your muse might have the skill profession tech, uh, tactician. Pro uh, sorry, uh, yeah, profession tactician. Uh, and then you could roll again. Sorry, gentlemen, I'm back. That's all right. Kim's just trying to work out, what uh, using some of his skills, what the best uh, mission is. Uh, what he thinks best option will be. Um, no, is there any no, way I can assist? You probably don't have a relevant skill looking at yours. Um, well, sure, surely swimming would, is going to help. I, I would allow profession survival, uh, which you have at 65. So you need to get under 65. I'm just looking for that profession... At it's down the bottom of your character sheet, above scrounging and seeker weapons. Oh, all right. Profession survival, 65. Yep. They need to get under 65. One percentile, roll. Did you get an O one? Seven. Oh, an OT seven. That's pretty good. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, indeed. No, for some reason uh, I can't see your rolls. I can no. see his rolls on the thing, but he's not... There we go. So if you click on him, uh, it'll put his camera up in the primary. Oh, yeah, I see it. Yep, cool. Got it. And maybe I have to click on it. Is it changing when I do this? Um, your screen isn't. Yeah. I've seen what we see of you, that is. 
Yeah, so it's not rapidly flicking between the two, is my point. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sweet. Um, so, yes. Uh, what was I saying? Yes, so survival. You don't think you would be able to... Um, you don't think that your partner would be able to handle the infiltration and you are concerned about your own ability to handle it. Uh, Guns blazing it is. You, you are skilled at hiding from people, but not so much skilled at pretending to be a passenger on a train with not explosives under your coat. What kind of man do you think I am? I'm just putting oh. that there. Wait, the kind of man who carries super thermite charges? Yeah, the kind of guy that carries super thermite charges of an un unspecified number. Like, it doesn't say how many you have, it just says super thermite charges. Oh, shit, you're right. I'm gonna guess, like, probably no more than four. Six? Uh, oh, super thermite. Right, so, I assume you know how powerful thermite is. Uh, yeah, I've got an understanding. Yeah, so thermite will melt Super through thermite. a bank vault or a engine block uh, with a pretty with, a, with about a teacup amount. Yeah, yeah. Super um, thermite is probably, you know, what yeah, you use to remove thermite. the holes from spaceships. Yeah, it's like, oh, we need to get into this spaceship. It'll just powder some super thermite on there and just melt through. The magic dust. It's, you know, it's hillbilly plasma. Uh, so yeah, you guys are thinking about taking the hard and the hard and fast route. The faster we get in, the faster we can get out. Fair enough. Uh, he, How intact uh, do you want the target to be? As intact as possible. He's in a flat morph, which means that he probably doesn't even have uh, medicines. So probably die if he gets shot. As in, he is... So, flat is baseline human. Mm -hmm. um, that's what you and I are. A, a trans, Even the cheapest transhuman morph, like a splicer, uh, you only need six hours sleep. Uh, you can't really feel shock. Uh, you don't have wisdom teeth. You don't have an appendix. Uh, you... Yeah. What are other things that they removed in the base in the splicer? I can't remember. Um, a number of other things. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that you don't have to worry as much about. Uh, you you digest food far more efficient efficiently. Uh, mm. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, if that's the path you want to take, you guys probably should uh, check. Oh no, we'll do that. All right. So he. Puts his hand on the ecto, uh, the big huge sheet of paper, uh, and slides his hand uh, one way, uh, and you see something disappear. And then you see a bunch of folders uh, unfold uh, like a Rubik's Cube spinning and peeling apart. Uh, and it comes up with a bunch of images and data and stuff like that. Uh, the gunship you have is n normally uh, equipped to carry about 10 uh, operatives. We had to alter it so that it could survive well, so that it would have enough thrust to exit uh, break away from the gravity of Mars. Uh, so it's a little more cramped and it doesn't have side turrets anymore. Uh, it does have a front facing uh, rail gun, a uh, rail machine gun uh, with uh, AP rounds 
Uh, but that's about it. Uh, it's got some seeker launchers, but they're loaded with uh, basically chaff things to distract oncoming enemies. I've got a pilot lined up, but he is not inclined to get close to another heavily armed gunship. Uh, we had to strip out some of the armor of this craft as well and strap on extra thrusters and put extra fuel in there. We had to rebuild the engines because we thought we would be stealing somebody from the orbital elevator, not flying across the deserts of Mars. So let's hope you don't hit a sandstorm because this thing will fall apart. So what you're telling us is that we are ill-equipped for this mission. You are not as equipped as I would normally like my agents to be. Very well. Oh, sweet. You've got Metachines, which is good. You've also got a Chameleon Cloak, which means you can pretty much turn invisible. Yep. Um, I'm just seeing if you have a Vax suit. Yeah, Nanophage is a thing that will fight uh, offensive nanomachines that are put into your system. So it's uh, an artificial immune system, in a sense. Pretty much. Hmm. Um... Yeah, basic biomods is the stuff I was talking about before. No appendix and all that jazz. I have a, a spool of electronic rope. Oh, electronic rope is great. It can be programmed to change into different shapes and stuff. I've used it before in a game to automatically wrap around something when it was slapped against it. Mm. Uh, and it just constricts and will hold on. Okay, so you guys... Yeah, the guy uh, says, all right, uh, and sends your muses an address. Uh, it is in the, uh, it is another, off, uh, well, not office building, but another uh, logistics building. This one is more like a warehouse. Um, and he tells you to go there. You have uh, a maximum of three hours before you need to leave. Uh, if you are going on the dropship, which I believe you are. Yes. So do you guys head over there? Or do you want to go try and find more gear before you go? Um. You could also... So, Connell, you wouldn't know this, but you can um. use your networking skills. Uh, you've got networking hypercorp, networking ecologists, and networking firewall to try and call in favors and stuff. Um using your rep, so you so the networking represents finding somebody who can do the thing you want, uh, and then the mm -hmm. rep is you have to not spend, but spend. It's like having um, cooled down powers, so like if you've got a rep at 70, you can call in a certain level of favor a certain amount of times. I got you. All right, well, uh, so I you can use that to try and find more gear, or to try and find uh, more information about the target, or something like that. Uh, basically, I tell me in mind what kind of gear to begin with? Yeah, so you f first you tell me what you're looking for, then I'll tell you an appropriate networking score. Very well. Um, uh, networking skill, rather. If I you assume want this train is uh, has some sort of secure hull. Are we going to need to cut our way in or blast our way in without oh, destroying the rest of the vehicle? You could do that with the super thermite. The super thermite won't explode. It'll burn. Uh, a piece of the plate out. So you've already got that covered. Alright, cool. We can do that. Um, yeah, if you want, we can switch over to Kim while you think. I was actually about to ask, do we have any um, intel about any 
uh, armed forces or guards on this train? Or that should I go hunting for that? That is an excellent question. You could make a networking check, or Kim could make a profession uh, security ops check. I will try my networking check. I would so I would say fire firewall. Oh, actually, you could do hypercorp, but your hypercorp's really low. Mm. Um, it's only thirty-five. Uh, you could call. You could try firewall. I'll go with firewall. Yeah. Uh, you might have an a. You might know another agent that is that works uh for the security firm that runs sec for the yep. train. Thirty-three. So, Thirty-three. All 33. Right. That is that is a critical. So doubles are critical. Uh, and because it is under wow. your score, it's a critical success. Sweet. It's a really elegant system that way. I like uh, it. So um, you put out word on the I, the network that Firewall uses, saying, I'm looking for information about the security teams that may be on this train. Uh, some people are like, oh, they'll just be like normal renter cops. You, if you're going for a fast mission, it wouldn't... You don't really need to worry about it. You could kill them easy. Some people are like, you can't kill civil servants. That's mean. You can't they're just, just go doing around, their jobs. You can't just go around killing people and other people are like, ah, they're corporate scumbags. Who gives a crap if they die? They left uh, me on earth, damn it. Uh, but one of the people comes on and says, uh, I, uh, and it's a high-ranking, uh, it's a firewall proxy, which is somebody that works full-time for Firewall. Yeah, uh, one of the few. And they say, uh, what exactly do you need to know about the uh, s about the security detail on this specific train? I wish to know about their armor, armaments. Just a, a question about the universe. Um, yep. I get the feeling that something like EMP weapons could be incredibly helpful. So, interesting fun fact, because most of people in Eclipse Phase live in space, they have to have hardened electronics. So, EMPs actually do almost nothing in Eclipse Phase. But what uh -oh. they do do, they, so they don't like destroy computers or stuff because then you wouldn't be able to live in space. But what they do mm. do is they knock out communications in a certain area for 30 minutes because they oh. fill the air with static on all of the EM waves. So, you can't transmit shit. I am very keen to get something like that. The the least the less coordinated the enemy can be, the better. So you could uh, so we'll make a separate networking role for that in a minute, because uh, sure. this guy wouldn't have that information, and he'll tell yeah. you that. But, uh, he yeah. tells you so each car has two uh, plain clothes security operatives uh, as well as one uh, uniformed security guard. They have on their person. Uh, he heavy pistols, heavy pistols with extended magazines, uh, and plus and, and flux rounds. So a flux round can be switched between non-lethal and standard, mm -hmm. uh, with the press of a button uh, on your gun. So that's what they have. Uh, the what? actual the actual bullet itself changes its density, wow. uh, and makes itself more brittle for the non-lethal round, uh, and makes itself harder for the standard. Uh, they also have a cache of uh, three, three, four, four, uh, a hmm, four assault rifles in the uh, 
in a secure vault on each of the passenger cars. Each. Uh, this is just for the passenger cars. Sorry. In the uh, freight cars, there are no posted security, but there is a team of six uh, special trained, uh, well, special trained, more heavily armored and uh, armed uh, security operatives specifically for all, where is the D10? Specifically for all nine of the freight cars. That's not a great ratio for them. That's handy. Uh, however, in the event of an attack on the train, the guards have orders to immediately switch to lethal weaponry uh, and uh, converge on uh, the car that is under attack. In the event of uh, catastrophic failure of a car, there are explosive bolts uh, on the pieces that connect the two, the, all the cars together that will yep. blow on the car that is uh, under attack or being damaged uh, and the cars to the rear behind. of that will rapidly accelerate away and the cars uh, in front of it will also rapidly accelerate away. Uh, while the car do that we know is... what car the target's on? Exactly my know. question. You do not know yet, uh, but you can make a roll to find that out. Okay. Because if... Um, the idea is, is that... The idea that I'm coming up with is that we can actually isolate the car by blowing the explosive bolts on either end of that car. Yes, and if the explosive bolts are triggered, it will automatically assume the procedure to rapidly accelerate, regardless of whether the car had taken any damage yet or not. It was either that, or what if we were to... We could use our ship, drop in, cut our way into the car, have our ship attack a separate car. Mm. Well, that's where the guards would head. And if we're not in the way then the, you don't have guards to deal with anymore. The security guy also tells you that they have a single uh, turret uh, uh, that deploys from the car. It's got a, uh, a heavy seeker rifle, uh, the kind that you would... Ex see, sorry, a heavy seeker launcher, the kind you'd expect to see on, like, a war vehicle, uh, so and a end of machine gun. Our pilot only wants to do one pass to drop us off. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't want to stick around. <laughs> like he's happy to. He will attempt to come back, uh, but if that thing starts firing, he's not gonna come back. I got it. It's okay. Understood. Yeah. Uh, so you wanted to try and get an EMP weapon, Connell and Kim. Was there any information that you wanted to try and score from your network? Do they book tickets on these trains? Like they, they book totally tickets? book tickets, and they would probably have assigned seats. Okay, uh, all right. Well, I want to try and find Aaron Garhides, if that was his name. Yeah. Seat number. All right, so what are you going to do to try and find that out? Who owns the train line? It's owned by one of the tr uh, transportation-geared hypercorps. Okay, well, I'm going to use Networking Hypercorps to try and find out where his seat number is. Okay. Make me that roll. 
And what's your C rep? 50. Yeah, my C rep is 50. My Hypercorp's networking is 50, and I got 12. All right, just let me bring up the GM screen so that I can go to the networking section. So you do manage to find somebody who you think might have that information. Um, But I just need to check what level of favor that would be. Reputation networks. That's test difficulty. So, 40 to 50, so you guys have reputation level 3, private information. Yep, you'd totally be able to get that. Okay, I get it. Yep. Uh, so, uh, somebody... Uh, so, and Actually, an aspiring... Um, ultimate, a woman uh, that wants to join the Ultimates, uh, sees that you've uh, put out a call... Uh, they have previously been to the ultimate habitat that's in the main belt where they send the, not the new recruits, but it's the only place where you can see the way ultimates live uh, without having joined the ultimate. So they've been there to try and get recruited before and have failed. And they're hoping that if they can get in your good graces, you might help them. Uh, and she says, uh, she gives you his seat number and it is in the, Car. It is in a car that is three cars away from the freight section. The freight section is right at the back, and there are. So it's the third last car. It's the third to last no. of. It's the third to last of the passenger cars. Okay. There are eleven passenger cars. All right. I'll give her an upvote. Yep, you give her an upvote, and she's like, woo! And so now she's got a C rep of, like, 30. <laughs> well, actually, she wouldn't even have that, because it takes thousands of upvotes uh, to get somebody. Yeah, up. yeah, I thought so, you were going to say, has a th- C rep of 30, and before I gave her an upvote, she had a C rep of 30. <laughs> yeah, she had a C rep of 29.999 repeater. So is an upvote anything like it is on um, Im- Imager? It's, yeah, it's like a like on Facebook. Um, the positive <laughs> upvotes are not worth as much as a negative upvote. Uh, a negative vote, sorry. Um, and Watch people out. don't give out negative votes as much. It's the reason that the like votes are... The reason that the positive votes are worth less is so that uh, you don't get people uh, who just say, oh, give me an upvote and then I will... Uh, do all this shit for you uh, because it yeah. makes it harder for people to game the reputation network uh, within You've the You've actually got to work too. for your reputation. Yeah. Um, cool. So you know what seat number he's going to be in. Mm. Which awesome. was what again, Kim? Huh? Vincent, sorry? What seat was... What seat number, Vincent? Oh, I didn't actually give you a number. Uh, let's no. go with... It is seat number 13... Um, and it's that. it's not in one of the fancy cars either. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't have a private room. It's he's like with economy. all yeah, basically he's traveling economy. That, that's a better way to put that. Thank you, Kim. Cool. All right. Well, let's. Uh... Did you get your EMP? <laughs> I was about to about say to I need to make my roll for that. So what are you going to? Who are you going to try and network with to get that? So, 
Let's see. Firewall is going to be better for information and such, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be. It's also going to be really hard for somebody to get you the piece of mm. equipment. Um, what about the could... ecologists? I've got a, a 65 rating with uh, them. You've got a six. Oh, you've got a 65 in the ecologist networking skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, um, it's possible there could be some weird eco terrorist. Uh, like some, some of what some of them do actually really hate the terraforming of Mars and want it to stop. No, okay. Uh, they think that people are spoiling the pristine environment of Mars. Uh, preser preservationists, they're called. All right. Well, I'll, I'll try with them. See if some whack job eco terrorist. Yep. Could um. Uh, give me a loner. Rolling. Right, I rolled a 60. And what's your skill? 65. That's pretty good then. Uh, well, <laughs> it's, it's, it'll do. Alright, uh, someone's like, yeah man, I can get you a, I can get you an EMP grenade. Uh, yes, I think I can work that out for you. Uh, but you're going to owe me. What am I going to owe you? Basically means he's going to be able to call in a high-level favor with you at some point in the future. Doesn't really matter for a one-shot, but like if it was an ongoing campaign, he might call you in to help him bomb some terraforming office. Yeah, good for him. Uh, so give me one second to bring up the seeker weapons. So all seeker weapons have uh, an aspect basically of the smart weapons. Um, give me one second to bring up where are the smart weapon things? The smart ammo. Where's the smart ammo? Uh, smart ammo. So you've got... I'm going to say that you have homing on your... You can either have homing or proximity on your uh, seeker weapons. Uh, proximity is an explosive ammunition... It explodes when it gets near to the target rather than when it hits the target. Or you yep. can have homing, which will basically be as long as you can see the target, you can fire your seeker weapon. Like, you won't even need to be pointing it at them. Like the smart missile pods on the tower. Uh, yeah. They don't require line of sight. I am going to go with Seekers, considering how many assault rifles there are in each car. I don't necessarily want to step out into that. Yeah, so you're going to have the homing weapon. Cool. Yeah, homing, sorry. Yeah, and you'll have an EMP grenade, uh, which you you can either have just the grenade or you can have that in your seeker launcher because you'll only really need to just throw it out of the dropship when you get close. Although, hmm. it occurs to me, the maglev train would very quickly accelerate out of the range of the EMP. I'm not going to use it uh, while we're outside. I'm definitely tossing it into the room. Yeah, but that's the problem. You'll be... Like, it's not gonna, it's not a cloud of stuff, it's electronic interference, and the vehicle it will yeah, be accelerating. electronic interference would have a point of origin, and that point of origin would be the grenade. Within yeah, the, I, I just the... don't know if EM interference will... I don't know enough about physics. <laughs> I don't know enough about physics to answer this question. Like... As, as as Kim says, as it has a point of origin within the actual cabin, I intend to throw it into. I'm, I'm just going to say that 
I'm just going to say for ease, and I will do more thorough research into this later, that <laughs> rather than be 30 minutes of interference, it'll be 15. Cool. Uh, because I suspect that the EM would not be carried along with the train. Uh, but yeah. But it's electromagnetic, and the train is made of metal. It is made of metal. Anyway, so we'll go to the train. Honestly, if your mission takes more than 15 (laughs) minutes, then we're doing something wrong anyway, so... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. All right, right. so you guys are at your dropship. You have information on where the guy's going to be in the train. You have an EMP weapon to disrupt communications. Um... A point yeah. with that, it will disrupt your own communications, which means you won't be able to tack net to each other, which is... Fuck so TACnet is... You won't be able to think thoughts at one another. You won't be do able to share... TACnet? Wait, well, I can do that? Do you have TACnet? Because if you have it, he has it. I have it, yes, I do. Yeah. So if you have it, you can install it on him, his software, on his muse. So TACnet allows you to see through your allies' eyes... Uh, and all their other and use all their other sensors remotely. Uh, you can share information. It tells you where you are in relation to your allies on like a map. Uh, mm-hmm. It also helps you track enemies. Um, you can highlight targets for allies. Uh, what else can you do? You can think uh, communication to each other. You have basically have telepathy. Um, what else, Kim? Can you think of anything else? It feeds you health stats on your allies, because you've got um, you've got part of your basic biomods are things that track your health. Uh, yeah. No, can I bring my dog? You can totally bring your smart dog. All right, I'm bringing my dog. Bring your dog. Uh-huh. Dogs are allowed on the train, right? Who cares? You're going to be dropping via gunship. Yeah. On the train. <laughs> the, 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 the guard's like, hey man, you can't bring that dog on here. Also, <laughs> guns! <laughs> it's, it's, it's alright, just hold on to this super thermite for me. Oh, okay. Whoa! <laughs> and ah, melts My giblets. Alright, so, you guys probably want to make some kind of roll to check that all your weapons and stuff are good to go, cool. that they're all loaded. Uh, also, totally, I installed TechNet if you don't have a problem with that. I can feel it in my brain parts. You have TechNets. I feel it in my fingers. So you could make... Um, if, you have hardware, if you have hardware armory, you could make a hardware armory check to check um, your that, gear. That is exactly what I'm about to make. You were oh, 10 no. steps ahead of me. Connell, I'm I making... would allow you to make a profession survival. Yeah, I've only got electronics and industrial. Yeah, industrial right, is making... like habitats Hardware as well. Armorer. And you just cool. select a percentile first because it doesn't carry over like a jerk. And I got another 12. That's pretty good. No, I didn't. I got an 89. That's not I got good. an 89. Connell, I am looking at all the wrong screens. I got a 12. Connell got an 89, which is a fail, so you don't know whether your gear is good or not. Do you want to ask somebody to, Do you want to ask somebody to look over it? No. You're just going to trust. Tell it. I'm You're not gonna... telling anyone that I failed. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's not a critical. No one so you saw don't... me drop the clip. It's but not would a critical, he not so... know whether his gear is good or not, or would he think that it's okay? 
He just, he just so he didn't notice anything wrong with it, but he doesn't okay. think like it's fine. Like he didn't enough. get a critical, so, so he's not like, 12. yeah, this gun is in the best condition it's ever been in. So that would have been like a critical fail. Yeah, critical fail would have been the gun yep. is actually jammed, or he hasn't loaded bullets into the uh, one of his clips. Basically, uh, like, he, you run he, out of lives, he lives day to day. He lives as if he could die at any moment or break into a fight at any moment. So he keeps his stuff prepared. He's assuming that last time he checked it all, it's still in order since then. You don't even have backup insurance. Me? Yeah, you don't have backup insurance. Oh, shit. Permadeath? Permadeath? Yeah. You could totally permadie. <laughs> you're, you're looking for this sweet corporate money so you can just get backed up. You haven't been backed up since you got off Earth. Uh, wait, Firewall. I don't have a cash yet. Firewall Shit. probably has a backup of you, but yeah. Alright, so. Who knows 12. How long uh, that's was. my gear. Oh, uh, what, you got a 12? Your gear is fine. Um, You notice whoop, whoop. Uh, one yeah, of the bullets yeah. looks like it might be below substandard. Uh, you downvote the munitions guy who gave you it um, up on the elevator uh, <laughs> before you came down, uh, and he. And a bunch of other people are like, yeah, man, what's with these one bullet out of a thousand not being up to scratch? He's like, my fabricator is shit. My call just buggered up a little bit there. What did you say? I basically <laughs> said you downvote the guy who gave you a shitty bullet. Okay, fair enough. Cool. Let's uh, get on this gunship and go blow some caps. Yep, you guys are on the gunship. You are underway. Uh, does anybody want to grab a drink before we uh, get to the, the meat of the run? Yep, I'll be back. I so. will, likewise. Alright, so I'm also going to go grab a bottle of water, but I'll be back in like 30 seconds. I hope that uh, anyone listening to this is enjoying this episode of Insert Quest here. Uh, this is our first online game that we've run, although you've probably heard me play in a couple. So I played in Eclipse Phase the Evac. I also played in uh, a Fate game of Atomic Robo, um, which you can find on our site. Uh, Insert Quest here on WordPress.com. Please check it out. We also can be found on SoundCloud, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, I have a Tumblr, but it's not tied to Insert Quest here. Uh, yeah, we also po uh, we don't just post actual plays either. We also do a uh, talk show based uh, podcast called The Crusading Couch, where we talk about uh, gaming theory stuff, uh, and we also occasionally make travel logs. Uh, so please check those out. Um, and as always, try and if you enjoy what you find, please share it with others. Uh, that's it helps us grow an audience uh, and helps uh, helps motivate us to make more. Uh, just knowing that somebody is enjoying what you're making uh, really makes a massive difference uh, to how you approach what you're doing. Uh, so yes, we'll be running one of these online games hopefully once a month. Uh, next month will probably be another Eclipse Phase game um, or Dungeon World. Uh, I really want to try Dungeon World because uh, I have a campaign of that coming up hopefully. Uh, which will be Greek themed, like ancient Greece. Uh, 
so that should be cool. Uh, is any are any of the players back yet? Oh, Connell's coming back. Kim was just patiently listening to me rattle off a plug. A plug. Um, I certainly. So I, I took the opportunity to visit the bathroom. No, that's fine. All right, so. Let's get back into it. So you're on Do the gunship, you're flying over. Uh, the pilot is blasting classic rock out of the window. Oh, no, 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 no. Why it do we have to listen to this old stuff, Sarge? Put up some dubstep. <laughs> this is your history. Uh, put on some techno. to wipe out this particular part of my history. Fine by me. Put on some, put some, put on some uh, techno Arabian jazz metal. Yeah, because we've all heard that. Yeah, well, it's eclipse phase. It's the far-flung future. <laughs> what will the kids be listening to? It'll just be frogs croaking. That, that's the Probably. really underground stuff, though. You could be listening to a famous whale singer because there's uplift whales that probably put out, you know, whale song albums and stuff. Yeah, but that's only for the really pretentious music goers. Or whales. Oh, wait. Like, oh, this song is so sexy, man. It just sounds I like... I can't get to sleep without my whale song. I can't get to sleep without my whale song. Oh, man, I love the way he goes... It makes me so fucking wet. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Uh, so he's playing music that is uh, seems old to you, uh, but would seem, you know... Something from like now. <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, what is direction. that song? It's like, yeah. He's listening what, to One Direction. It's, it's, uh, some American. What am I trying to think of? It's Kid Rock's Summer Long, where it's, where he samples Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and then he says, we're getting some warnings from, uh, from transit control saying that we are flying too close to the maglev line and we have deviated too far from our flight path. Are you guys, are you guys ready to hit? How close do you need to get me to the, how close do you need me to get to the top of the train? How long is my rope? Uh, the electronic rope is, uh, not very long. Uh, it's, it's like... Maybe twenty meters. Um, do you, you have a within fifteen? You, you have a spindle and a spindle climber. That would be better. Spindles. So spindles use a diamond thread, mm. uh, and it's yeah, like and, and it's like this. And it's made of diamond. It can support like a huge amount of weight. Unbreakable diamond tether. It's all right, I yanked it with the unbreakable diamond tether. <laughs> yeah, pretty much that. Uh, and you've also right. got a spindle climber. I don't know if Kim has one, though. Do not. You don't have a spindle climber? Nope. You're an ultimate. Let's, you use, my, let's use my electronic rope to tie us together. Uh, I mean, it'll support the weight, but you've also got your smart dog. You're smart, you'll be all right. I will, actually, I'll let your smart dog have a spindle climber of his own. Or, or my, her my, own. Yeah. I'm prepared to just jump out of the plane at about right. 100 meters above because I'm just going to make a free fall check. I reckon you could probably survive that, Kim. I'm going to guess I couldn't. I've got free running, but not free fall. Yeah, Kim's good. All right, so you're, Kim's going to jump. You and the dog, uh, Connell, are going to descend down a spindle. So how how right. high do you want him to be above the thing? 
I do believe, Mr. Pilot, sir, that we require you to be at least a hundred meters above. Uh, all right, here we go. We're about to. He is going to pass that check, and he will get uh, under seventy meters. Actually, oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, and he says, "All right, this is going to be really quick. I'm actually going to accelerate towards them in three, two, one. You feel the hard push of the uh, dropship as it accelerates up. It's like, all right, uh, forty seconds and counting." I'm getting ready. 30 seconds and counting. Make me some rolls to prep your gear quickly. What roll for that? Uh, you don't need to prep anything. You've got all your weapons and stuff, So you, and you're just going to jump 18. out. 18. 18 on survival. Uh, just let me check that you don't have anything else that would be more fitting. I don't believe I do. Not at this stage. I just wanted to double check. Not for this stage, sorry. You've got academics geology. I know my rocks. Yeah. I know my rocks. There it is. Uh, you've also got pilot spacecraft, which could have been. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you you managed to hook up. You you clip the dog into the spindle. Uh, you clip yourself on, and then you clip it. Twenty seconds till the drop. The back of the back door starts to open. Have I got all my gear? You, yeah, you've already got it. All your weapons would be, like, attached to you already. Okay, all right. Will I need to make a roll to um, fire the, the spindle at the train? No, you'll just start unrolling it. Cause, so the spindle would be attached to you uh, mm -hmm. and clipped onto the uh, dropship, and you'll just yes. unwind it as you lower. Uh, oh, you'll, you will make me... I will have you make a climbing check, uh... You're not going to hurt yourself, but you might not land uh, like super coolly unless you pass. Oh, but so my coat like... would look so cool. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll. All right, te uh, ten seconds. He gets really low, drops it low. Five, four, three, two, one. You see the maglev train out the back, uh, stretching back uh, almost a kilometer. Uh, yes! Kim will go first with his jump. What did you get? 49 out of 55? 55. 55. Do you also have free running? I do. Can you also make me a free running check? Sure can. And here we go. And yep, pass as well. Excellent. I, so free running is 70. No, it isn't. It's 55 also. You managed to flare out your body, uh, which helps you... Uh, create more friction, uh, slows you down a bit as you're falling, and then you use your free running when you hit the train to roll forward uh, and grip onto the top of the train uh, so that you don't fall off. Uh, Connell, what'd you get on that climb roll? I got 66 over 35. Okay, well, the good thing... Oh, nice. oh that's a critical. Critical fail. Yeah, yeah. But it's Drop okay. Dog or something. So... Hmm. Actually, Shall I do I a pre-running test as well? We'll do that in a minute. Uh, right. So, what happens with your critical? So, if you just failed, then I would have said you just hit the deck, uh, and uh, it's and you and you've got to unclip yourself, and it's really clumsy. But because you critically failed, you hit the deck, uh, and your dog's uh, spindle uh, <gasps> detaches from yours, uh, and they go sliding along. Uh, and your spindle starts to uh, retract, and it's pulling you back up towards the uh, oh, crap. 
It's pulling you back up towards the dropship, and the pilot's shouting, Get off the spindle! I need to get out of here! <laughs> um, so, you I... can either cut yourself, uh, or you can... Uh... I have 45 in blades. I could cut myself free, perhaps. You could also just detach your uh, spindle and fall, and then you'll need to make me a free-running check to try and land. Sweet, that sounds awesome. All right, so you do that. Uh, so I but the myself. dog is the dog has is about to fall off the train. Uh, Kim, make me a perception check. I do have perception, so yep. yeah. So Connell, make me that free running, please. I see. Just. You see that the that the smart dog is about to fall off the train. Are you going to do anything? <sighs> Remember, you're a philosopher king, not an asshole. <laughs> My character is the arsehole, except for when it comes to his pet. So what did you get on the free running there, Connell? 26 under 40. That is, in fact, a pass. So you managed to roll uh, and uh, right yourself and cut the uh, fall uh, so it doesn't hurt too bad. Uh, and you notice that, well, you... Uh, I'll wait and see what Kim does. So, Kim, what do you do? Yeah, I'm going to try and grab hold of the dog. Alright, so make me a uh, make me a reflex times three check, please. I can pass that. I reckon you can too, being an ultimate. Yeah, totally passed it. 19 under 75. The dog, is about to, the dog is about to slide off the side. It's yelping, uh, and you grab it. Uh, the collar of its harness and you yank it back onto the train uh, and set it down just as uh, Connell's character turns around and sees his dog uh, and the dog uh, bounds over to you and makes the yes let's continue I want to kill bad guys bark did we <laughs> land on the right car um did you tell the pilot which car you wanted to land on no shit so you are on top of the train uh, and you are on car you are on car four of eleven, huh. and you need to get what? to car nine, I believe. Nine. Yes, we need to get to car nine. All right. Well, I'm doing going to free run across the top of the train. Yep. Uh, Connell, I will let your smart dog take your free running roll, unless you want to roll separately. Um, so the, vir the, virtue of, the virtue of rolling separately would be if you fail, the dog doesn't also fail. Uh, but if you roll together, then it is more expedient. Well, so it's up to you. I do have the dog's... expediency. All right, so take them together, and I will just bring up the smart dog's stats again. 38. How can you pass that? Is that a pass? My free running is 30... Ooh, free running. 40? 40. It's 40. Yeah. 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 Nice. So you, you both managed to run towards the car. Yeah. Uh, I assume Kim also passed. Like, he would have told me. If uh -huh. I have a question. Yes? Would I be able to use something like hardware industrial yep. to work out where the best place on the, the train is? Now that I've... To put the thermite, but also... To work out where the um, cabinet with those three assault rifles might be, could I drop the thermite through a part on the roof that would also 
cut through their weapons and destroy them. Hmm. I will allow a hardware industrial, but first, Kim, can you make me a uh, profession military? No, profession security ops. No, no dice. No dice? Alright. Uh, so Kim can't help you. He would have given you a bonus. Uh, so make me that hardware industrial. Okay, hardware industrial. Boom. Your smart dog's free running, by the way, is 30. Oh. 17. That is a pass. Uh, so you work out uh, that yeah, the chair you the chair that the, the seat that the guy will be sitting in is towards the back of this car. The armored uh, stuff is probably towards the front of the car. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you put a line of super thermite around uh, and then put a piece of super thermite in the middle, uh, actually use two charges, it will ignite the outer side, burn through, and then you could set it up so that once it has finished burning through uh, its outer line, it then ignites the inner two, and then the inner two will shoot a jet of uh, flaming hot metal uh, through the center piece that you've just cut out of the roof down into whatever it lands on. That, okay. however, could possibly damage the train. As in, it's working, it's not just its floor. So. Okay, I'm, I'm going to explain that all that to... Um... To Vincent. Vincent you, think, you think it at him and he hears it. Well, Doom. perceives it. I'm thought at. Yes, so you now know that that is a potential thing. What do you yes, think I'm about it? you do that, Connell. I'm watching you. Connell is on board. By which I mean Kim is on board with Connell's plan. We're both on board the train. Yep. Just. Did we make it all the way to car nine and one free running check, or are you going to make us yes, do one free running check per car? Uh, so you're on a straight bit. So the mag rail tends to be as straight as possible uh, yeah, in okay. order to conserve uh, energy. So, uh, one so free you running check does it. Your free running check got you there. Okay, uh, so we're on the top of the car, and I'm just like, Vincent? No, my name's Vincent. Your name is Mobia. Mobius. Mobius. Oh my god. I'll, I'll type it to you. I'll type it to you. Mobius. Light my fire. What? Yeah, nice hold my thermite. Alright, so let's find an appropriate skill. I'm going to say you can either use hardware industrial or. Oh, what you mean for my thermite? Yeah, to actually pl deploy it. Um, or Why not demolitions. Fifty. Do you have the demolition skill? You do. So yes, make demolitions. I was looking for that and couldn't find it. <laughs> demolitions. Yes. Please pass this. Yep. I I mean I'd be surprised if he didn't. He has it at fifty-five. Yeah. Twenty. Nice. Ah. Uh so. Um, you can ignite that when you want. Um, it doesn't ignite automatically. You can trigger it to go off when you wish. So that you can take a few more seconds to plan out what you're going to do. All right. uh, so, for so for example, you don't need to like physically ignite the thermite. You just need to think it to yep. its mesh insert. Uh, so you could like pull your EMP grenade out and get ready to chuck it uh, into the train or whatever. Um, Are we getting off the train? You haven't told me. What were the options again? 
I think Kim wanted to trigger the uh, car to automatically decelerate by having the other two ex uh, speed off. I like this um, idea. And then it will come to a stop, uh, and the gunship could, in theory, land and pick you up. Mm -hmm. uh, That's the plan that I was gunning for. Alright, I'm, yeah, I'm done work. with that. Alright, let's go. Oh, hang on, uh, hang, so... on hang on. Vincent, as soon as we drop in, I'll drop my grenade in. Okay. Does that mean that... Oh, no, because we're all going to... Yeah, okay, all right. Let's just... Let's, let's, let's blow the, let us blow this party. All right. So, tell me again how the order of operations is going for this initial foray. The thermite ignites. Um, hopefully destroying the weapons. I drop in my grenade. It detonates. We jump yep. in. Um, yep. Weapons at the ready. At the Who's going to so jump we've... in? Who's going to jump in first? What's Who's more armor? of a combat character? My, I've got heavy armor, heavy body armor with thermal dampening and second skin, fourteen out of sixteen. It should say. Okay, so that's fourteen, sixteen. So there's two types of armor in Eclipse phase. There is armor, armor that protects against energy damage and kinetic damage. So yes, your 14, okay. 16 means that it's got 14 against energy and 16 against kinetic. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Um, and what about your armor? Well, mine's got 16 energy, 13 kinetic. So considering the weapons that the enemy... I should go have, in first. ...you are the more heavily armored to deal with their firepower. Because they've got what, heavy pistols they've with... Got they've got heavy pistols. They've got heavy pistols. And, yeah. and assault yep. rifles, which are both kinetic weapons. Yeah. Mm. All right. All right. So, so I'll, I'll uh, drop in. Thermite ignites. The grenade goes in. Uh, then you jump in. Uh, neutralize then, targets. Yeah. My dog will go for the nearest, um, yep. the nearest guard. Yeah. That he can yep. see. And yep. as we as we see the plainclothes guards rising yep. or drawing their weapons, we go for them. Yes. By the way, Connell, this probably won't come up, but in case it does, your uh, smart dog would have an implant called a puppet sock. That means if you yep. want to, you can remote control the smart dog, um, but this normally means that afterwards the dog is really disorientated and, distre and distressed. <coughs> so I won't, I won't do that. I'll just let it free. I'm just letting more. you know that should you need to do it um, later on. Yeah, cool. Handy. All right. I'm, I think I'm ready. All right, so the so super thermite... the armor of the guards again? Uh, the guards would have light body armor. So I think that's so like seven. Ten, ten, seven, seven? Yeah, I think it's seven, seven. So it doesn't matter if I use my railgun or my particle bolt, my particle beam. What about um, biter yeah. rounds? Would they be good? The biter rounds or... are like the hollow point. They won't... I mm, would go with... Um, rap. The RAP I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even necessarily go with your wrap. So the wrap are reactive armor piercing rounds. Those are for if you need to take out really heavily armored things like synth morphs and stuff. Okay, regular regular rounds it is. Okay, so um, I'm going to go in with my railgun SMG in hand. Okay. And I go in with my automatic rifle with smart link and underbarrel seeker in hand. I want to know why you've got 100 rounds of proximity rounds, but you, like... You don't have them... Uh, whatever. I'd have to look it up. Anyway. I'm guessing it's like the airburst round in Elysium when they're fighting the robots. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... 
The thermite ignites. The panel drops down, uh, and then the second uh, charge of thermite ignites, burning into the ground. Does it destroy their assault rifles? You won't know until you inspect it. Okay. Good point. Throw that grenade. Oh. Do I need to make a roll? Um, I will allow you to just roll it in. I don't really? think that you it would require want a thrown weapons roll. I don't think for what he needs to do it requires a thrown weapons roll. He just needs to drop it into a hole. Okay, fair enough. Uh, it goes off. Uh, you immediately lose comms with your smart dog and Kim. Okay. The pilot, um, dog the pilot has also lost comms with you. Okay. The dog goes in, and then I do too. I All right. Do you want us to make any rolls for those? Three running rolls to jump in. Uh, I'll do one for the dog, and then one for me. Yep, so the dog's free running is 30. 41, it fails, and yep. I get a 30 compared nice. to 40. So the dog so sucks. Do, the dog uh, won't be able to attack this turn, but that's the only penalty for it. That's all right. Uh, Kim, what did you get? 71. Ooh, that's not ideal. No, it is not. Same penalty as the dog. You can't do anything yeah, okay, this way. Yeah, right. It's going to stack it, fucking end up prone on the floor or some shit. Yeah. You didn't well, not, um, critically Not necessarily fail, prone. It's just the, the fall was harder than you expected it to be. You didn't think Fair you'd enough. need to roll. All right. I'm in the jam. I'm in the thing. Yeah. Uh, and so, Connell, you're there. There are... Make me a perception check. Uh, doom, doom. Perception is... Don't even. Not great. Fifty-nine. Fifty-nine. Where is my perception? Down the, your perception score is forty-five, unfortunately. Oh dear. But you do manage to spot the uh, uniformed cop. Uh, he uh, is really confused and disorientated. He's stumbling for his heavy pistol. Uh, he hasn't managed to pull it out yet. Okay. Can I draw my weapon and fire upon him? I would assume you no, already I've already got the weapon drawn, but can it fire? So, yes, you can shoot him. Roll. So you need to make um, a kinetic weapons attack if you're shooting with your pistol or whatever it is, your assault rifle. Um, I had something else that I thought might have been kinetic. You, own, you I'll have just a, go yeah. kinetic. I'll just go kinetic. Oh, that's because right, I've got seeker weapons as well. But yeah, yeah. I'm just fucking. You don't want to fire the seeker weapon inside here. You will die. <laughs> no. Shit. 88. Ooh. Ah. Critical fail. So, you How many civilians did I kill? You shoot... Uh, oh, that's a good point. Well, I haven't actually played with our uh, burst weapons before. Like, we haven't ever done round burst. I'll assume you did single shot. Uh, and you shot uh, the a bullet right into the head of a civilian. I, I actually thought burst would have been, like, a burst of three, but... I killed so a civilian. I assumed that you weren't firing burst because you didn't say I want to fire burst. Um, Fair enough. I need to state that. All right, I fired. I fired one round and killed. I'm pretty the sure the yeah the auto has uh, the automatic rifle has semi-auto, uh, which is single shot, uh, burst fire and full and auto. Full auto. Yeah. And thirty rounds per magazine. Yeah. So you've now lost one bullet uh, from your magazine. So that's something you should track. I will. Yeah, if you've got if you've got dice in front of you, you could use dice for it. Pen and paper. 
pen and paper works. All right. Uh, two uh, people uh, in suits uh, stand up uh, and draw pistols and are aiming at, uh, at the two of you mm-hmm. uh, and are shouting, uh, uh, Get down! Get down on the ground! Put your hands behind your head! Surrender your firearms! Wait, I've killed a man and they're just, they're, they're just screaming at us? They're really worried that you're going to kill them. They're scared. Poor guys. Uh, and then now we will go uh, by initiative order. So roll me a d10. Uh, just con- uh, so Connell, your initiative uh, is in the old system where it wants you to roll a percentile. Um, so oh. just take the zero off initiative. It's in under stats. It'll say uh, init 60. Just change it to six. Six. And then you roll a d10 and add the six on. Oh, d10 add the six. Okay. Well, you can sec. use the percentile and just remove the second column if you roll the. Well, I I got a twenty-five, so two. <laughs> so roll a d10. <laughs> I right. rolled the wrong die. I rolled the wrong die. I gotta roll again. Nine. So you got fifteen. Uh Kim. I got ten. Plus my seven for my initiative, so seventeen. Nice. Uh, and the smart dog. Uh, we'll just say the smart dog uh, goes off Connell's initiative, but it goes after him. So it'll be Connell takes a turn, then his dog takes a turn. Fair enough. Uh, and the cops will go last because that is easier. So, Kim. Uh, so we're going to do this. Uh, we haven't normally done it this way before, but we are going to do it this time. Uh, Kim, declare what you want to do. Oh, okay. I want to get up. <laughs> yep. Uh, so that'll be like your move action. Yeah. Uh, I would allow you to take another action, depending on what it is. Okay. I would actually like to make a skill roll. Yep. I would like a, to make a perception to identify Aaron. You can make the skill roll now. Okay. Uh, do I still get another action? Yes. Oh, okay. I do actually have mental speed two, so I can do. Oh, two so we'll actions. we'll get we'll get to your speed two thing in a minute. Yeah. Um. So Connell, uh, it says on your sheet it says SPD uh, on the stats section. Yeah. One. That is that is speed, but that refers to the speed that you think at. So if oh, normally yeah. in combat, what you do is you do uh, speed one, then we'll go to speed two. So you take all of your speed one actions, then you go to speed two, uh, and if you have speed two, you take all your speed two actions. Kim has mental speed two, which means that in the speed two phase, he can take some mental actions. Uh, If you just had a flat speed stat of two, that means that you could actually do some movement actions. So like if you're you're an octo, uh, if you're in an octomorph and you've got all the ambidextrous feats, you can make two sword attacks, then you can make another two sword attacks if you've got speed two, and if you've got speed three, you can make another two sword attacks. That's really cool. That is really cool. I got 71 for my perception roll. I am going to moxie it. Yes, so Moxie is basically your destiny points change the outcome thing. Kim is going to use his uh, Moxie points to flip that number so that it is a 17. Ah, Uh, You've got three Moxie points. I do. Yeah. You can also use Moxie to upgrade something to a critical uh, or downgrade it from a critical. So if it's a critical uh, failure, you can change it to a regular failure. Hmm. Uh... Kim? 
Yeah, you got so a seventeen. That was my perception roll to identify Aaron. You spot him up the back. He is the only uh, pale Indian man on the train. Well, in this car, at least. Uh, everyone else is in uh, reddish tanned rustamorphs. What's he doing? Is he running? Is he getting up? Is he sitting? Uh, he hasn't stood up yet, but he definitely looks panicked and shocked. Okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna take a drink. I think that busting into this car and removing the bolts is superfluous unless we get him like first up. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna run at him and tackle him to the ground. Uh you only have mental speed too, don't you? Oh yeah, I can't make a move. I've already done yeah, my won't, move. You won't be able to run after him. Um, but fuck. Yeah. If you have Would... any, if you have any less than lethal rounds, you could shoot him. You don't have. You could, if you have, uh, you could throw your vibro knife at him. <laughs> uh, if you didn't turn it on, uh, then it might not kill him. You could, could also try and throw. Him. You could just shoot him. I could just shoot him. Do you have nano bandages? I do not. Uh, let me see if Connor. Um, has... I don't think uh, I do. He doesn't. He's got medicine, so why would he? There might be a med kit on the train. You can take that as your mental action, but we'll get to that in a minute. I'm going to move on to Connell. Uh, Connell, on. it's not my mental action that we're talking about. Well, that's a fair point. Yeah, so if I'm you just going to can... shoot one of the plainclothes police officers. Fuck it. Oh, okay, so you're going to shoot one of the plainclothes co- uh, yeah, police I'm gonna, officers. Yeah, I'm going to switch my gun to burst fire and pump them. All right, bullets. so I believe burst fire gives a bonus. Just let me bring up... Uh, it was probably on the GM screen, now that I think it... Um, the GM screen does not load very fast. Here we go, modifier. Um, aim shot, sweeping fire with beam weapon. Where is burst fire? <coughs> Cold shot, blind attack. Hmm. Might have to look it up in the book. Uh, so we'll we'll get to that in a minute. So, Connell, what do you want to do with your turn? Would it be possible for me to use language English native to command the remaining guards, or, well, if Kim does end up killing one, um, just commanding everyone to drop their weapons and s- stay where they are? Okay, so this is an excellent uh, time to clarify something about the rules. Uh, the knowledge skills don't normally get used to affect someone else. Uh, The language skill tells you how much you know about a language. Um, You you don't normally use them, roll them to talk to someone, but what you do use them for is to uh, figure out out what somebody's saying or figure out um, the nuances of a certain word. So if uh, English, if I I have English at Yours is uh, your native language, so just let me bring it up. So 80, it's 80. Native. Yeah, so your English is 80. Um, you can probably understand what most people are saying really easy. But if I started, if you were talking to like a scientist and they started throwing out science words, you could actually make an English uh, 
language check to work out what those words mean, uh, to yeah. work out what technobabble means. Um, you can also work it to like work out if you had Russian to work out. Uh, there are certain words in Russian that are really hard to translate directly into English that your muse might not be able to translate for you, and that would be where you use uh, language. So what okay. you'd be looking for is intimidate, which I don't think you have. I don't I believe do. so. Kim does, so he could do that at another point. Um, yeah, that's not your wheelhouse, basically. Yeah, sure. All right, I might as well. Um if I can have my dog attack the closest armed person and I will fire at the um, at the uniformed guard with burst fire. Alright, so I'm just going to the combat section to double check what burst fire does. Uh, the cops are going to try and shoot you. They're going to shoot you with uh, their single shot... Um, Pistols on their standard function. Uh, combat is what I'm looking for. Combat, 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 combat. Combat summary might be what I want. Or blast effect. Head cone energy. I could. If I don't find it in a second, I'll just search firing types. Control F. Firing, firing modes. modes. Probably not how you spell firing. Firing modes so, and rate of fire. Page 198. Burst fire. Uh, burst fire weapons release a single number of quick shots. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Burst fire may be shot against a single target, concentrated fire, or against two targets who are standing within one meter of each other. In the case of concentrated fire against a single target, the attacker can choose either a plus 10 modifier to hit or increase the damage value by 1d10. So you guys can decide either or for your attacks. Uh, and... Um. But what we will do first is we will do the dog's attack. Wow. So the dog has an unarmed combat of 40. Go for it. Oh, what you need you... me to roll. I was going to say, what did you get? 22. 22. That, and that, and that is a critical oh, success, which means that it will ignore armor. Uh, so the way that you do um, an attack against someone is you roll your attack, then the uh, the defender rolls their fray skill. The fray is your all-purpose defense. Uh, cool. You the and this needs to get under the target number, so the uh, under your normal skill number, but it also needs to beat your opponent's number. So the dog oh. got uh, twenty-two. Was it the dog got twenty-two? Yeah. So these guys have a fray of uh, 40. Same they, as the dog. Uh, the dog's fray, I'm pretty sure, is 30, actually. Oh, no, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, its fray is 30. Smart dog, fray 30. Okay. Your unarmed combat is 40. Uh, so the uh, they need to beat... Um, they need to get under 40 
and above 22. Cool. Okay, um, I like this. I will roll on the app. Uh, I was just going to roll on the dice in my hand, but I'll roll on the app. <coughs> roll on the bloody app. You're only supposed to roll <laughs> I got on the a 90, app. so they fail. <laughs> the, dog, the guy tries to fray, and the dog latches onto his arm. Uh, now you may roll for damage. How many dice does the dog get for damage? Uh, it's probably just 1d10. Um, 1d10, go! Actually, hang on, give me one second. Uh, do, 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 do. And damage is usually 1d10. Yeah, it'll be 1d10, so just roll 1d10. What'd you get? A 2. Um, and it's normally plus something, and it's normally on the sheet. Uh, for unarmed, it's normally nothing. Oh, okay, so it does 2 uh, damage, but it's still distracting the cop. I will say that it's, the dog is still latched on. Yeah, it's, it's on his arm. The dog is right. latched onto his arm, and he's... So that guy is... That was the one of the unarmed cop, the ununiformed ones, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he won't, he won't be firing uh, now. He won't be yeah. shooting his gun. Uh... So we will then move to you guys. Kim, make your firing attack. Right, I will take the burst fire benefit as an extra d10 worth of damage, and I will be yep. targeting... It occurs to me you, you probably will... I would not know that the dog had already attacked. Because uh, you, you would, because you had the higher initiative. Yeah... So it so the reason I got you guys to declare first uh, is because um, uh, that represents you uh, knowing more about the uh, battlefield, basically. Right. But right. that would not have resolved first because of initiative order. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Anyway, so you... The point is I don't have a problem if you decide not to shoot that guy. Okay, I won't shoot that guy. Yeah. I'm Fuck. just looking up the point blank. You get a plus 10 to your roll because point blank. Doesn't help. Okay. What did, what did you get, Kim? Uh, 78. Ooh. Is it not written on my screen? It is not. Uh, no, it doesn't show up because you don't have the web uh, a webcam, uh, but that's fine. Oh, I trust you. Annoying. It annoyed me too when I was playing Fate. I'm sorry, gentlemen. That's all right. You just need to tell us. Okay, well, I got 78, and uh, my kinetic weapons is 65, I believe. Nice. So I only just fail, but I fail. Yep, it is a fail nonetheless. Uh, so I'm going to say that your bullets hit the wall and the roof, because uh, okay. you didn't critical, so you didn't shoot any civilians. Uh, Connell, you get, oh. you get a plus 10 for point blank. So the plus 10 goes to your skill, not your dice roll. Uh, so it makes I your balls did. Oh damn! Uh, did you take the plus ten as? Uh, did you take the bonus to from I burst fire? Damage. I was going for the damage. All right. So you also hit wall unless you doubled, unless you critical. No, eighty-seven. Okay. So you both hit wall somehow. <laughs> We're really good at this, huh, Vincent? Bang bang. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you miss. You know, it happens. <laughs> Uh, uh, one of the cops will fire his gun. Uh, Who's he targeting? At whom? Um, he is going to shoot at Kim. No, he would shoot at Connell because he saw Connell first. Uh, and that Ooh. will... And he has a kinetic weapons of 60. Um, but he is also at point blank, so 70. 
Uh. And he got 53. He hits you. Well, Frey, Connell. Frey? I'm rolling yes. my Frey. Right uh, and because it is a fire... Oh, because it's a firearm, it is at half. Uh. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I failed. My Frey is 65. Although it's also point blank, so I would allow it full normally. But as you said, it doesn't matter. Um, 73. I just need to bring up the pistol. Bang, unless bang, somebody, bang, bang. Unless somebody has the pistol damage up already. Uh, what kind of pistol? Heavy pistol? Heavy, Heavy pistol pistols. on normal. I've... Uh, 2d10 plus 4. Yeah, I've got it now. 2d10 plus 4. Yeah, so he's going to roll that. I'm going to roll it on the Ooh. app again. I keep going to pick up my dice because it's easier. Yeah, you should not do that. Uh... <laughs> 2d10. Plus 4. A 6 and a 2. So that is 8 plus 4 is 12. You take 12 damage, but it doesn't ignore your armor. <laughs> and it goes to the kinetic weapons value, which is the second value. So it does no damage to Connell at all. It does no damage. The bullet just hits your chest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what about we, that last remaining guard who isn't... Uh, the, the la- so the, the, the uniformed cop uh, was, is still fumbling to get his gun out of his holster. Oh, good. Uh, he's actually turned his head down and is looking uh, at his hip, trying to work out why the buckle won't open. Uh, and now we are back to the top of the initiative order. Okay, uh, cool. Kim, declare oh, what you'd I... like. Actually, you, did, you didn't get to take your second speed action, so you can take that now. Oh, I really don't know what to do with that. Fire again, damn it. Oh, uh, he won't be able to fire action. because it's only a mental action. For Kim. Oh. I'll take a mental action so I can, like, use my military science academics to try and predict what they're going to do, or yeah. I can use my military operations or security operations or squad logistics to work out how they're going to operate, but I really don't think that any of those things are going to be an issue. Who cares? Raymond, would you let me use my squad logistics? What do you want to do? Uh, I don't know, to predict what the guards are going to do or something. I would use your military uh, one. Ops. Yeah, your military ops. Military ops it is. Military ops away! And I failed. When did you get? You fail? Yep, I got 93. No, I got three. I succeed. You got three. Nice. Yes. What? Uh, yeah, you think that they are probably going to uh, duck behind one of the chairs. That's what you would do. Uh, and they are probably frantically trying to signal to the other officers, uh, and they will quickly realize that they can't uh, because they don't have TACnet anymore because of mm-hmm. your EMP grenade. They were probably really confused why that didn't ex- uh, damage anything at first. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, cool. So we're back to the top of the initiative order. I really, really want to apprehend Aaron before he fucking gets away. I don't care that there's three hostiles in the room with me. Well, they're at the other end of uh, from Aaron, so you're between them and Aaron. Seat? Yeah, he didn't get up. He was panicked. Okay, so I'm going to go get him and, like, whack the cups on or something. 
I you got to run past two uh, gunmen. No, he doesn't. The gunmen are between. Uh, you are between the gunmen and Aaron. Oh, I see. I'm yeah, misunderstood. So I'm actually yeah. going to run away from the firefight and I'm going to tackle Aaron to the ground. Do it. That is my action. Yeah, you don't need to tackle him, but I know what you mean. You're going to yeah, pull him out yeah. of his seat and thrust him on, thrust him on the ground and put the cuffs on him. Yeah. I'm yeah, gonna cool. I'm gonna try and make sure that he can't get away. Yeah, cool. I will let you have cuff bands, by the way. I will allow that because why okay, wouldn't you? Okay, cool. Uh, I don't know what skill to use for this. Can I use unarmed combat? You can totally use unarmed combat. Right. Uh, so we'll get to that in a minute. Connor, what are you gonna do? Uh, I think, honestly, the most pragmatic action to take would just be to fire at the guards again. Yep. Um, uh, and the dog is going to try and bite harder, presumably? Indeed. Sweet. So you won't need to roll to attack. You'll just need to... Uh, you'll actually... I'll just let you roll damage for that. Okay. So the dog um, goes... Ow. Yep. Uh, uh, the uniformed cop is going to uh, drop into cover... Uh, as he pulls his pistol out. Uh, the cop that doesn't have a dog on his arm is going to dive into car cover, and the other cop is going to try uh, and uh, pistol whip the dog off of him. <laughs> uh, while taking seven damage. Yeah, while taking seven. Oh, you got, uh, you got a seven? Yeah. Nice. Um, he doesn't have armor on his arms, so... Yay! Can he bleed uh, out or something? Well, it probably isn't high enough to give him a wound, which would induce a bleed effect, which would mean he would start losing a point of damage each round. Um, I yeah. was successful in my unarmed combat role. Alright, so describe to us what happens there, Kim. Okay, so I am going to turn from the combat... Resling my gun to the place where it sits. Yep. On my body, and I am going to bull rush Aaron. Yep. He's still in his chair, by the way. Yep. Bull rushing is just like so. I'm just going to get head down, sprint, run yep. up to him, and then just basically lift him out of his chair, throw him on the ground, twist his arm behind his back, and cuff him. Yep. Sweet. He's screaming Do the it. whole time. Uh, in. Hindi. Hindi. Yeah. Which none of us understand. Your muses could trans... Uh, your muses can't translate it for you because they can't access the language database and download it. They were like, ah, trying to help you, but they only know how to ask where the bathroom is. I only remember how to ask where the bathroom is. It's the only thing we've got saved in the banks. You gave that priority. Fair uh, enough. <clears throat> yeah, so you cuff him as he's screaming at you. And then I'm just going to yell out at the top of my voice, I've got him! Nice. Uh, Connell the dog uh, bites down, uh, and what are you going to do for your attack? Um, can I go full auto at, oh um, <laughs> at the, uh, the, the guard who is not ducking into cover? Yep, give me one moment. Oh my god. Full auto. 
Um, it doesn't necessarily empty my clip, does it? It just uses more rounds. Uh, it uses like I think it uses half. Because I've got 26 remaining rounds in the clip. Yeah, I think it uses half of the total of the magazine, so it'll use 15. Um, give me one second to double check. In the case of concentrated fire on a single target individual, the attacker can choose either a plus 30 modifier to hit or plus 3d10 to damage. I'll uh, go for that. It uses up 10 shots. Sorry, it uses up 10 shots. Mm. So mm. what are you going to go for? I'm going to go for damage, because if I hit, I will hopefully blow him to bits. Yes, hopefully. All right, let's let's Is see this, the this one with go. The on his arm? <laughs> no, uh, no, it's for uh, the uniformed one. It's one of the ones in cover. No, they both the went into cover. They oh, both. Right. Went the cover. other two went into cover, so I Which should actually. Which is why look I was up. confused. That's a good point. I should look up their cover bonuses. It's um, just a chair. Defender has moderate. Defender has minor cover. Is a minus ten to your attack roll. So be it. Roll. What'd you get? Something Fuck. Like Seventy-six. Ooh, Fuck not off. not great. Uh, if you flipped that around, would you succeed? Um, no, because my. Uh, does, your, does your gun have my, a smart link? Yes, it does. You get a plus ten. <gasps> so I get a. Does that mean so I, if I mox it at ten it? higher? If you moxied it to sixty-seven, would it succeed? With your skill at what's your kinetic weapons here? So your kinetic uh, weapons is sixty. So it would remain at sixty because you get a plus ten and a yeah. minus ten from his cover. So you then I'll succeed. mox. Oh wait, I wouldn't. No, no, you won't mox it because you won't succeed. Yeah, because okay. you'll just change it from a seventy-six to a to a sixty-seven, and so you won't succeed. Uh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright. That's alright. Uh, and the dog has already done its damage, so the dog needs to make me a fray. Its fray is 30. Uh, this guy also has an unarmed combat of 30. And I didn't roll on the thing again. God damn it. Yeah, you see, I just, like, away. removed all dice from my touch. He critically <laughs> failed. He oh, goes yes. to punch the dog... Uh, and accidentally uh, shoots his partner. So he punches the... He goes to hit the dog, misses, his gun slams into his leg, uh, and he pulls the trigger, and it fi ricochets a bullet into his partner's leg. Ha! Who takes what amount of damage? He will take 1d10, because it is a ricochet. Uh, bam. Which is 2. He takes 2 damage. Oh, plus 4, so 6. <laughs> Takes six damage. Cool. Which he probably ha does doesn't have armor on his leg either. So mm, I imagine not. All right. Uh, I think that's everyone. The other two are in cover. All right. Uh, back to the top of the initiative order. Kim, what are you gonna do? Uh, I think we'll switch from the declaring and then rolling and just do it all at once. Yes. Yeah. It's taken longer than I would like to do it the other way. Yeah, so okay, what are you going to do? 
Cool. Uh, I'm debating between just trying to shoot the guys from the far end of the carriage, throwing a high explosive grenade, or pulling the explosive bolt at the uh, at my end of the carriage. The high explosive grenade will likely kill everyone in the car. D- don't throw that. That would be okay. a really bad idea. Okay. Um. Choices, 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 choices. I think for the maximum effect, we need to pull both of the explosive bolts at the same time. So that one... That is probably true. Yeah, so mm. I'm just going to burst fire down the car length. With Great my idea. Foot, with, with Aaron on the ground and my foot is going to be on his back, like my yeah. front foot, and I'm going to be pushing him into the ground and I'm just going to be like, stay down, motherfucker, and then just like unload. All down. Right, so... Bullets downrange. So, I'm about to roll a percentile for the thermite that was burning through the guns and could have damaged yeah. the car. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say that the car has a... Uh, 50 and below uh, is the car is damaged. Uh, okay. And that will okay. be a problem. Yep. I'm looking at it. I got uh, 47. 47! You are here... You see flashing lights start going off... Um, and uh, you're not quite sure what's going on. Uh-oh. Uh, I would, if it, if it was a car that was, if it was a train that was using wheels, you'd hear the grinding of metal, but you don't. You, uh, yeah. You don't know, Presum- you know sure Presumably, it's still going to be pulled along by the, um, the carriages in front and pushed along by those behind. So, so, each, as as detach, so each of each of the trains have there. each of the cars have individual maglev uh, systems, but they only have a small amount of power. Uh, mm. So they can't go long voyages on their own, but they can go like uh, a, a few minutes. Uh, so it's got just enough juice to slow itself down for those emergency procedures. Cool. We really need to detach. Yes. Uh, all right. So Kim's going to shoot at the other uh, guys. Um, and yep. Kim, what do you get for that? So I'm using burst fire again. Yep. Do you want to hit multiple targets? Uh, no, I'm hitting the single unarmed... Uh, sorry, I'm hitting the cop. With the dog um, on his arm? No, I'm not hitting the cop with the dog on his arm. I'm hitting the uniformed cop who's only in partial cover, not full cover. Yep, so he has... Um, that's a minus 10 to your roll. If you've yeah. got smart link on your gun, you get plus 10. No, I don't. Do you have a laser sight? Uh, no, I have no modifications to my gun. Oh, that's odd, but okay. What is my kinetic weapons? I reckon I can get below 55. Yeah, I'm going to take the damage. Alright. Yes! 54! <laughs> 54 is enough! Alright, uh, cool. So I took 2d10 extra damage. My gun has a minus 5 armor penetration, and it already does 2d10, so I'm going to roll 4d10 plus 5. Nice. Ooh. 4. Uh, I got 1, 7, 10, 2. So I did 20 damage, 25 damage. 25 damage, yeah. 25 he's definitely. He's. Probably takes two wounds. Um, uh, you hear him shout out in pain. He really wishes that he still felt shock uh, because <laughs> then he might be passed out now and could argue to his corporate overlords, ah, oh, I was passed out, I couldn't help. 
Now he's, got, now he's got to fight through. Uh, sweet. Uh, Connell, what are you going to do? So there's a guard with a bullet in his leg, another one with a dog on his arm, and... Another one, one that, that just lost just... his legs. I'm going to consider him incapacitated for the time yeah, being. Yeah, he's probably not going to want to fight. All right, I'm going to... Um... Fire at the. Uh, I'm gonna go full auto again at the guy with the bullet in his leg. So he is in full cover. Uh, so that's a minus twenty to your uh, roll. All right, minus twenty. Which means, which means so smart link it's minus ten. So smart link is yes, that is good. Yes, so it's minus ten. Uh, where's your kinetic weapons? Because I have your character sheet up. So yeah. that give, puts your kinetic weapons at sixty. Uh, if you fire on burst fire, you could take the bonus to uh, hit rather than to damage. I want damage. All right. So you need to get That's under 50. You need to get... Oh, okay. Right. Yep. It needs to you get 50 full, or... You said full auto, didn't you, Connell? I did. Oh, well, yeah. Full auto yeah. is even better. 46. 46. Nice. So that's plus 3 D10. So normally the damage is 2d10 yes. for the automatic rifle, so... And plus 3, you said? It's 2d10 plus something, uh, and you get an extra 3 dice. It's 2... What's, extra it's 3, two yeah, D10 that's what I was asking. Kim? It's plus... It's The automatic rifle is 2d10 plus 6 damage, and I was asking you... How yeah, many yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, so, it's, so it'll be... Whoa. It'll be 5d10 plus 6. Um, a 10... A 6, a 4, making 20. A 2, a 5, making 27, plus the 6, so that is 33. He definitely has taken 3 wounds, which means he's at minus 30 to all actions. Uh, my, if, if it's um, relevant, my armor penetration is 6 as well. Yeah, so he's fucked up. He's bleeding Good. out on the floor. He's taken like a <laughs> d10 of damage around. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, and the dog and is now roll the damage for the dog. What are they doing, Raymond? Uh, so Dying, the other, the other two cops are bleeding out. The other guy uh, is going to try and just retreat with the dog latched onto his arm because, like, he doesn't want to try and hit it again. <laughs> uh, so three he damage. Like, yep, three damage. So he moves a few uh, meters uh, and actually falls to the ground and is still trying to crawl back towards the door. Alright. Can I use a voice action as my second mental action? I will allow it. Okay. I am going to... Because that is my turn now, isn't it? My second action? Yeah, right. this is speed two. So I'm going to take my speed two action and I'm going to yell, We need to blow the pins! <laughs> Alright, then... Uh, the so we will we will exit uh, initiative order time. We will e exit combat time. Uh, you've got. Uh, I won't say that. So what are you going to do? Blow the pins. I want to blow the pins. If, if well, Kim. Uh, sorry, Vincent. You're closest to some already. I will. Mobius will run to the other side, taking a moment to put a bullet in the chest of the. Um, of the remaining guard, if I can, and then yep, you go coup de gras that son of a bitch. He doesn't have a helmet. You can just shoot him in the head. Sure, that'll do. Bang. Yeah, you blow his brains out, and the dog uh, 
the dog uh, walks up to you uh, mm. and waits for a good boy pat. Good puppy. It then takes up defensive positions because it's tactical-ed. Tactical. Why was your screen filling with detentions, Connell? Because I put a bullet in his head. That's why. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> make me hardware Bang. industrial checks uh, on those doors. I can't. I will allow you to make a military science check. Okay. Hardware industrial. I have that. At oh, 30, I think. 30. Alright. Yep. Hardware industrial. Boom. We got the same, same roll, Connell. 34. The difference, the difference is Kim succeeded. Damn. What was your industrial hardware? His industrial's 30. 30. Oh, that's not great. I thought it was higher than that. My nah. military science succeeded like a bitch. Yep, so you work out uh, that you could just uh, spray bullets around uh, the passageway between cars uh, and it will trigger the explosive bolts. So Mobius gets to the thing and looks at it and says, What do I do? Vincent! Can I hear him from the other end of the ca- uh, for the other end of the train car? Yeah, they're pretty long and they're pretty wide. They're like double the size of what we would consider normal train cars. But okay, yeah, you so can there's still a bit hear of him. screaming and shouting from the remaining civilians, but yeah. presumably. But you're you're yell- big loud transhumans, you know what you're doing. Okay, yeah. so I'm just gonna yell back Damage! The surrounds of the door. Shoot her! Shoot her! Shoot her! <laughs> All right, I will shoot her. So I'm right. going to... What am I going to do? Am I going to do this with beam weapons or kinetic weapons? It's up to you. Uh, Connell, that will probably empty your uh, clip. I have six ra- remaining rounds. Um... Uh, so make me a kinetic weapons check, because you're like, oh, I probably can't just spray this. All right, kinetic weapons check. Go! Which means you'll be at 70 because no penalties. Fuck off. What did he get? Sorry, I got an 80. An 80? Uh, Smart link? I I included that. I'm at 70. Damn it! (laughs) Uh, So all six of your shots miss. You now need to reload in another magazine and go again. Hey, wasn't that just to check... The, In that case, can I re? Can I just? No. Yeah. What like, was that roll for? Like Raymond. Actually, uh, Raymond so was said... asking if, like, you're just like I probably can't spray this. So it was like an intrinsic. How many fair... bullets have I unloaded? And you just don't know. That's fuck it. I, I I am no, I'm no, no, throwing that, thermite so that's on it. That wasn't it. That like okay. he has so because you have a uh, smart link. That means that your gun is linked to your mesh. Uh, oh, so he knows exactly how many. So rounds he knows how many bullets are left in it. So okay. he knows there's six. He knows that he cannot do it with just six bullets unless he knows exactly where the explosive charges are. Demolitions. I'm throwing thermite on it. You could do it with demolitions. You could throw thermite in there. Past. Yeah, you light the success. thermite. Uh, then you guys see the alarms get louder, uh, and, <laughs> and the lights are flashing. Uh, woo, the explosive woo. bolts on Kim's end of the train blow after you hear his gunfire. Uh, you can, you uh, Kim, you see the other train uh, accelerate uh, backwards. 
uh, or the back of the train accelerate away. Yeah. Uh, then a few minutes later, uh, well, not a few minutes, like half a sec, uh, half a minute later, so 30 seconds, uh, the door that Connell is, uh, character, Mobius is standing at opens and there are guards there just as oh. you ignite the thermite. Uh, and a wall of fire <laughs> erupts between you and them and then all the explosive bolts blow. Uh, now I will point out that the atmosphere to this cabin is vented. To so Mars Mars does have an atmosphere. It's very cold and yeah. it's not very high in oxygen. Neither of you are in rusters. You can't breathe here. You don't have a fish. <laughs> Actually, Kim might be able to. Kim, what are your biomods? Uh, I have enhanced respiration. So Kim can breathe here. Uh, Connell, your I knew character... there was a reason why I wasn't worried about this. <laughs> Where do I see my biomods? Uh, implants. So you don't have anything to do with that in your implants, and I'm looking at your gear. You've got cold weather gear, so you don't need to worry about how cold it is on Mars. Um... No, no. Oh, shit. Damn. We didn't think Aaron this is in a through. flat. Aaron is, in fact, in a flat. So it doesn't matter whether we can breathe or not. Our fucking target I, can't I breathe. I will say that Connell and his dog have respirators because you guys did jump out of the, the dropship. And, like, if you didn't have respirators, you wouldn't have been able to do that anyway. So Can I make a perception check for any sort of... Um, uh, respir respiratory apparatus on on the carriage. Uh, yes, you can. So make me and just give me a second to see if you have that. Make me a scrounging check. You could make oh. a scrounging check, a profession survival check, uh, but not do survival. Uh, or a perception. I'll, I'm pretty sure my survival is higher. Yes, it is. Yeah. Go. So in this case, it's like if this if I was back on Earth, where would I think yes. the med, med kit would be? What did yes. you get? Six. Six. So you reckon you go to uh, you uh, go to the near the door Whoa. where you currently are, uh, and you uh, see that there's a med kit uh, symbol, and you open it up, uh, and there's uh, a few respirators in there. Uh, Look, parachutes for the both of us. Let's roll how for how many respirators there are. Seven. There are seven respirators. I will take one for myself and put it on. Well, I'm going to say the... that you and the dog already have one, because you otherwise sure? you wouldn't have been able. Well, because otherwise you wouldn't have been able to jump onto the train. Fair point. Fair point. I was wondering about that at the time, but then I got caught up in doing my awesome mural <laughs> acrobatics and. Yeah. See, I, I kind of assumed that I did, considering the picture of the Earth yeah. survivor. Those has pictures. One. Those pictures can't be yeah. trusted. Like, for example, there's no assault rifle in that picture, and on the one for the Martian Ranger, she's carrying a sniper rifle, but she doesn't have that in her, her equipment. She only has an SMG. She also has no clothes. Yeah, but that's, like, not out of the ordinary. It's like space yeah. armor. She, yeah. Yeah. The, the picture here has a, some sort of missile launcher and a knife, neither of which I possess. Yeah, indeed. I think the missile might be yeah. meant to represent the seeker launcher. But yeah, so you've got one. You grab one for Aaron. Do you want to just? You can make a thrown weapons check to throw it to Akim. I shall do so. Do we even weapon. have thrown weapons? Well, I rolled a sixty-five, so I hit some civilian in the face. No, he throws the th the respirator down the aisle, Akim, uh, and it doesn't land anywhere near you. Oh, <laughs> but it's, get it. 
It is closer. I'll throw another one. one. I will throw another. I will what throw. You... I will throw the other six. And you miss each time. People are scrambling <laughs> to grab them. Uh, I'm pretty sure in... that twenty must have hit. Yeah. Sure. Uh, one uh, smacks uh, Kim's character in the chest, and he catches it before it hits the ground. Uh, and then he All goes right, back. I'm going to apply it to Aaron. I'm going to wrap it on his face. The 66 Aaron, breaks a civilian's nose. Aaron stops uh, screaming uh, and uh, takes some breaths of the respirator, then pulls it off uh, and shouts in English, Do you have any idea who I am? And then puts the respirator back on. And then I just lean down quietly to his ear and go, We know exactly who you are. You have no idea why your employer wants this person, by the way. Okay, so that's that. That's gonna be fucking intimidate. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna intimidate him. Why not? Yeah. Why the fuck not? Intimidate. Can, can my dog, Pass. covered in blood as it is, add to that just passively? Uh, I don't think that Kim's going to need a bonus. <laughs> no, he is intimidated. I got 23 out of 40. Nice. Nice. Uh he just looks really concerned for his life. He doesn't know what you're going to do. Uh, the car, by the way, uh, is uh, starting to uh, make a scraping noise. Make me reflex uh, times three. So, Connell, your reflex uh, is up the top there. Your reflex is 20, so you need to get under 60. Under 60. I got thirty two. 32. So you both succeed? Yep. I'll assume that the dog succeeds. Uh, roll for the dog. If you want to if you want to uh, help Aaron pass this check, Kim, you're going to need to make a, some other roll. My dog failed dramatically. Oh, the dog gets thrown. Oh, well, I won't tell you what's happening until Kim decides what he's going to do. Can I use my free fall with him? Uh, sure. Or can I use... That's basically all I can think of that might be helpful. Yeah, so you yeah, so you can make me that free-fall check uh, as your muscle memory takes over, and then I'll explain in a minute what's happening. I fail for him. Okay. Not critically, but I do fail. Yeah, so uh, you notice the car starting to, the, to scrape uh, as it has slowed down. The lights go off. Uh, and then you realize that the power has just run out, uh, which is odd. And then the thing slams to the ground just as it, each of you mani- uh, start to brace yourself. Uh, the dog doesn't work out what's going on and slams into one of the things, uh, takes some damage. Uh, Kim's character realizes that he needs to save Aaron, uh, Aaron rather, fucking Americans, uh, goes to try and grab him, realizes that if he does that, he's going to get his arm broken. Uh, and goes back to bracing himself as uh, Aaron gets thrown into the uh, chairs and stuff as well. A lot of the people in the car have stopped screaming, by the way. Yeah, yeah I see they died. Some were gasping for air, uh, but they have now stopped. There, there, yeah. there are a few with respirators, I assume. I thought yeah. a troop did throw them all out. Yes. Can I, can I assess the um, carriage with uh, electronics. See if I can start it up again. Uh, 
you would know that the power is dead in this thing. Very. Uh, well. And it has probably just damaged the rail. Like, just immediately, you can tell that that was catastrophic. Yeah, what just happened. Good point. Good point. That's so Make expensive. Me... So expensive. Make me perception checks. Yep, I got a one. Oh, really? Fucking hell. I got a 79. That's not ideal. Uh, sweet. So, um... Just before you answer this perception question... Yep. Um, how long has it been since we entered the carriage? Not like, long. Like five may, seconds? Maybe <laughs> five minutes? Maybe five minutes. Okay. Maybe five minutes. So the plane watched all this as it was banking away. Okay, so it knows that we're probably good for evac. Well, he he will see you if you walk outside. Like he will, he'll be able to check you out with the sensors on the aircraft. Okay. Um. So your perception. Uh, so the rail is uh, you've. It's just like in um. Firefly and the island. It's like just above the surface of the desert. It's not high okay. up because this area is flat, so they didn't need to put it up on pylons. They just laid it down on the ground and went straight ahead. I did. Cool. Um, you notice that the train car is on its side. Uh, well, Ooh. actually, it's more sort of on the corner of the bottom of its yep. side. Yep. Uh, so it's like a diamond shape. Um, you see Aaron. His head's bleeding. Uh, I want to use paramedic. Medicine paramedic on him. We will get to that in a moment. Uh, the dog, your dog uh, has uh, is yelping uh, but is uh, moving over towards you. Uh, Mobius. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm just trying to think if there's anything else important. There's a few uh, I was going to say spot fire. Yeah, there are a few chemical fires. Uh, but nothing like that you should be worried about. Uh, and now you may make your field medic check. Your paramedic. So what was the perception roll for? The perception was uh, to just look around and see what was going on. Okay. So I know uh, all that stuff that you just said, but Mobius doesn't. No. Uh, so mo uh, that's an excellent point. Um, I do not realize any of this. I'm a, you don't, so I'm a Mobius bit doesn't, Mobius doesn't know how dangerous those fires are going to be, and he didn't notice... Uh, uh, the injury to Aaron, uh, to Aaron. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Fair make enough. me that paramedic roll. Sure. Sorry, I thought you'd both succeeded. Fuck. No. What'd you oh, get? I got 82. I'm considering moxing it, and I shall. Okay. So it's 28, and then that That's is a pass. So, it's been. A long time since uh, you've had to do uh, medical treatment without nano bandages, but you do uh, remember that you have te that you took a course uh, on it when you were still uh, an in uh, lowly initiate. Um, someone was all like, "What happens if you're on a gate crashing mission and the you don't have a dial back device uh, and you run out of nano bandages? What if your fabricator breaks down? What if you run out of uh, rare earth elements? What are you going to do then?" How are you going to keep yourself from bleeding out? And that is why you, uh, you know how to make a bandage from cloth. 
uh, and you managed to bandage his head up uh, and stop the bleeding. It wasn't too bad, uh, but it was bleeding from a cut above his eye, so it could have been a problem. Um, you check the respirator and make sure he's breathing. He doesn't seem to have like any damage to his chest or anything. Uh, he's got a fair few bruises, but he should be fine. Uh, is he, he conscious? Is he is conscious. He is de he's a bit groggy. He probably has a concussion. He's definitely going to have to worry about the cold in a few minutes. Oh, fuck off. We didn't think about this. It's like <laughs> minus... It's like minus 90 or something on the surface of Mars, even with the atmosphere they've added. Really? Are you sure? It's not that cold. Uh, let me bring it up. It's in Sunwood. I am totally... Mars temperature, 70 degrees Fahrenheit. What is that? Oh, that's not too bad. That's 20 degrees Celsius. That's not too bad. Give me one second to bring Martian cold and dust. It's a summer's day. A Extreme summer's... cold. Martian surfaces fluctuate between minus 50 uh, and 10 degrees Celsius. On average, though, it can get significantly colder, up to minus 80 or even minus 100. So... You can what get up to minus 125 degrees Celsius at the poles in winter. Yeah, so let's go for uh, just the straight uh, minus 50 then. Uh, biomorph characters without proper cold weather gear suffer a minus 10 modifier to all tests after one action turn of exposure. Fuck. Oh, Three dear. action turns exposed. Characters will begin to take damage. The exact amount of damage to apply is up to the Game Master, though somewhere between 1 and 5 damage per minute is recommended. More for extremely like cold conditions. Is there like a suit in this car? You'd have to go looking. You could make an investigation or a scrounging roll. I don't have investigation. What's your scrounging like? 25. 30. Right. You, you've both got it at 30. Scrounging, yeah. What about um, profession survival? Can I use that? Um, to try and find a yeah, workaround I'll, I'll, for me? I'll allow it. I'll allow it. So, Kim, do you want to make that scrounging while Connell tries to work out another way? 56. That's a success. Nice. No, I didn't uh, pass. All right. So, you, uh, Connell thinks that uh, you could use... You could use body warmth. You could get him close to one of those chemical fires that are burning. You could get the bodies of the uh, dead and pile them up on him because they will still have some warmth to them uh, yep. for a few more minutes at least, uh, and they will at least act as insulation against frostbite just as a barrier. Um, you need to find out a way. You also, you guys are really need to find a way to sing signal the aircraft. Also, we're getting really close to the end of the scenario. All right. Um, I have a plan. Okay, uh, we just need to wait for Kim to get back. How are you finding Eclipse Phase so far, Connell? It's fun. I like it. And the system is really straightforward. It's just, it's not hard to grasp at all. Considering yeah, the... I've never played it before, I really like how um, beginner-friendly it is. So the hardest thing in Eclipse Phase is, one, the setting information. There's a lot of it if you want to fully yeah. understand what's going on. Uh, and also character gen can be really hard. Um, okay. Especially if you're doing base character gen. If you've got the transhuman character gen system, which is what we normally use, uh, it's a little easier. It takes about an hour to pick all the stuff for your character, uh, yeah. and then you've got to fill it into the character sheet, which can take a little bit longer in picking 
here and stuff. But anyway, we'll continue on. So Connell has worked out that uh, you could use the bodies to form a barrier or you could strip the clothes off the dead uh, and wrap him in the, those clothes. Uh, if you also got him close to one of the chemical fires, that would provide some heat and that you really need to quickly signal your dropship to pick you up, which means going outside. Vincent, I suggest that you um, drag him over to one of the fires, pile a body or two on him for the warmth. I will jump out of the, um, the carriage and fire one of my Seeker missiles uh, just up into the sky. Hopefully that will get the pilot's attention. Cool. Go ahead. Yep. All right, so, Kim, you drag him over to the fire. Uh, Connell, you step outside. Make me a perception check. Boom. And I rolled a 28. That's probably a success, I'd imagine. Yeah. Uh, so, you see someone uh, in, well, not very far in the distance. It's actually only a few... Uh, maybe 50 metres from you, uh, approaching quickly. It's a silver-bodied thing. It's got a brown, round-brimmed hat on and what looks like a coat, and you very quickly realise that it is centaur-shaped. Is it a Texas centaur. Ranger? It's a Texas Ranger. It is, in fact... Martian. A Martian so, Ranger. A Martian yeah. Ranger. Uh, you uh, realize that that is a synthtor morph, so it's a robotic uh, centaur. Okay. Uh, and it is galloping towards you, and it is dressed like a cowboy, even though its lower half is horse. doesn't have pants <laughs> on. It just has a duster coat and a cowboy hat. <laughs> That's pretty uh, cool. And it's galloping up towards you, uh, and you see it draw out two pistols, uh, and Shit. it's charging towards you. Uh, all right then. Um, you could fire. I am gonna. Seeker missile yeah, I'm. I'm gonna level my seeker at it and um, hopefully blow it to bits. I need to get. Uh, let's see. Seeker, 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 seeker. I uh, um, Okay. Seeker weapons fifty. That's so, good. do I get up to sixty with the smart link, or does that you not don't... apply? Uh, no, the smart link would apply. So the smart link, by the way, it works as, um, it's like there's a camera on your gun, so it means you can aim around corners and stuff, which is really good. Sweet. I've used it and before to actually just see where an enemy was. Okay, that's handy. Alright, I'm firing one of my high explosive seekers at this mechanical centaur cowboy man. Alright. And so he's I am going to moxie that. I'm going to moxie that real good so that it becomes a 37. So yes. what he's going to do is he's not going to fray, he's going to try and shoot the Seeker missile uh, before <laughs> it gets to him. He okay. feels pretty confident. Shit. Uh, now let me just bring up the Martian Ranger. Uh, it has a different morph, but the body should... the skills will be pretty much the same. Martian Ranger... Kinetic weapons is what I want. It has a kinetic weapons at 55. He has smart link on his pistols, which will take it to 65. Um, is he I, at a penalty I, for dual wielding? Or? I don't, I'm, I'm only going to have him fire one of the pistols. Uh, oh. But I am going to give him a minus 30 because it's fucking a hard thing to do. 
It's a fucking missile going so at him. So he will need to get 35. What did I get? I got an 18. Fuck off. What? He <laughs> shot the missile out of the air like a and stooge. Wait, and he spends a moxie to upgrade it to a critical. Oh, uh, and on. so he fires it, uh, and then his synth tor uh, drops to the deck after he, uh, as he's pulling the trigger. The missile explodes, uh, and he uh, slids al- slides along the ground, hoping that he will be out of the way of some of the blast. Do is is it close enough for um, me to be caught in that blast, or is it? No, the, bla- the blast radius on your seeker missile should be under fifty meters. So I will say you should. So be it, fine. It, it's like midway between us, or something. Yeah, it's probably closer to him, which is why he had to dodge. Uh, but it's still, you know, freaking. You don't know whether it hit him or not. Uh, it like that could have been it hitting. You wouldn't have been able to tell what, that he was shooting at it. Um, so what's going on with the aircraft? Well, it definitely saw that. <laughs> Yay! Is I've signaled the aircraft. You see that the uh, make me a perception, Connell. Ooh, ooh, perception. Oh wait, I've. Navigated away from the dice. Okay, perception. And my perception is what again? It's 45, and I have rolled 48. Shit. So you do see that the dropship is circling around, but you don't notice that that guy that uh, you just hit with a seeker missile is fine. Damn. Uh, And the dropship is getting pretty close. Do you want to run inside and tell your friend what's going on? Um, if I have time to do so without being intercepted by the Minotaur. <laughs> the Minotaur. <laughs> the Synthtor, but yeah, it's a Centaur, Synth- not Minotaur. Sorry, yeah, Centaur, rather. Centaur. Yep, that's fine. Uh, yeah, you can do that. Alright, well, I'm, I'm running in. Big explosion! So you just run Centaur. to the door. Uh, yeah. Centaur, okay. I think I got it. I now have all that information, I just give him a thumbs up. Do you look at him when you give him the thumbs up? Yep. Behind him is standing a text uh, is standing a Martian ranger in a synth tour morph. It has oh. a gun pointed at the back of his head, uh, and it says, uh, "You boys better put down your weapons, or I'm gonna blow this fucker's head off." Uh. He has a thick Australian accent and is speaking in English. Can I use a deception check to get one of my remaining two or... Yeah, I think I've got three left thermite charges. I said you had four. You've got one left. Ah, four. Okay, in that case... Actually, no, you've got none left because you had to use one to burn open the thing, you had to use two to burn the weapons cache, and then you had to use one to ignite the explosive charges. I thought it was one for the weapons cache. No, I said two because it had to burn through the plate that it was dropping down on and then the, the ground as well. Yeah, All it right. was two. I remember. Okay, that. I dig. Uh, in that case, um, well, I won't sneaky reach for my bombs. guess I don't have them anymore. Yeah, ah. sneaky reaching for non-existent bombs. Can I activate my chameleon cloak and go invisible and try and duck out of the way? You can try. So that will be a infiltration check, because infiltration is stealth. Okay, infiltration. Uh, actually, what's your fray? 
It'll be at the top of the is 65. So, because it's actually dodging a weapon, I'll give you Frey plus 10 to get out of the way. Boom! Because you only need oh. to get away from him before he pulls that trigger. So you only uh, need to be yeah. like half a centimetre off. I'll so like, it... turn around and like re- empty the remaining six rounds in my clip or something if I can. I rolled a 21. That's a success. Yep. Uh, so you drop out of the way. Um, I'm going to say that you won't be able to immediately shoot at him. Uh, yeah. He fires a, his gun uh, that was pointing at you. Uh, and then points his other gun uh, at Kim. Uh, Kim, I will say that you can take a re- an action first. Okay, I'm going to full auto <laughs> in his face. Alright, make me that uh, attack. He will have Frey at uh, half. I mean in his face. Oh, so it'll be a penalty. Yeah, um, I mean I in his cool. face. I want a full cool. auto at his fucking head. A pretty cold <laughs> shot is minus ten. Uh, just let me double check, though, because it'll be on the GM screen. Am I in um, danger of being shot here? Should I, like, try and duck out of no, the way? No, because your thing was to duck out of the way, so you're out of the way, and that's right. why you can't take an action until these guys have. Cold Great. shot, minus 10. Right. Any other penalties? Uh, no, but he will need to make his fray at half, and his fray is 50. Okay, all uh, right. And I think it's round up, so it'll be 50. It'll be 33. No, it'll be... No, his thing's at... Yeah, it'll be 33. It'll be 33. Go, Kim, go! Okay, well, he can't succeed because I got 39 and that passed and I took the damage. Yeah, and he, he had a 10, so he takes that hit from you. So I'm going to uh, do 5d10 plus 5 damage. 5d10 plus 5 damage. Alright, what's the armor value of your thing? 5. Negative 5? Yep, yep, yep. And I do 15, 17, 18, 25 damage. Ooh. Nice. Just let me check to his there. head. Oh. Uh, 5 armor penetration. Yep, so his armor would be 11 because of his uh, synth morph, uh, and his armor is all over his body. Um, so the armor for the uh, base ranger is 10, so I just added 1 because I figured he would have bio armor. Okay, well, not so bio armor, but armor. 19 damage to his head. Yep, nice. Uh, that will definitely be a wound. Um, so uh, he is blinded. He's blinded. Oh. Excellent. Like permanently uh, so, or well, just his a morph round? is permanently until it can get repaired, uh, because you've destroyed the optics on the head. Yeah. But his yeah. guns do have smart links, so he can see through those. Oh, wicked! Oh my god, technology in the future is the worst. <laughs> but it is disorientating, so he'll take a minus ten to actions, uh, because he's well, he's take a minus ten because wound anyway. So, so is that a minus twenty? No, it's a minus 10. It should be a minus 20. It's going it to be a, mi- a minus 10 for the wound be a... and a minus 10 for the disorientation of looking through the smart link guns. It'll be a minus 20 for the first round. Okay. There we go. And then it'll be a minus 10. That's compromise. That is. Yeah. <laughs> Relationships <laughs> in action. Exactly. We talked about this in a recent uh, Crusading Couch episode. Crusading Couch. 
did. That's our game podcast thing that we talked about earlier yeah. today. Anyway, doesn't matter. Yes. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. I'm done with my Good. action. I shot him in the Sweet. face and I'm happy. Uh, and he was going to shoot you. He's at minus 20. Uh, his kinetic weapons is... It's 50, isn't it? Or was it 60? Hang on. Kinetic weapons. It's 55. Uh, 65 because of the thing. And then minus 20. So 45. Uh, and he's going to shoot at you, Kim. So you make me a fray at half, please. He got 15. So what's your f- half of your fray? Kim? He's looking it up by the sounds of it. Or he's called. No, sorry, drop. I accidentally hit my mute button. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. I got nine. Like, it passes oh. and I got nine. That's okay. the yep. I got. But he got 15. Yes, so he... I heard that. So he does damage with his gun, which is whatever it is. It is a uh, wrap-round heavy pistol. Oh, wrap Which is how he destroys the Seeker missile. Okay. 2D10 uh, plus well, four. my kinetic armor is 13. Okay, so first we go to... Kinetic weapons. The heavy pistol is minus four. Two to ten. ten plus four. Then I go to the wrap round, which is so his armor penetration is negative ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it takes uh, it changes the damage value to uh, changes the damage value to two uh, d ten. Plus three because it's a okay. minus one. All right, we'll roll them d10s, boy. <laughs> uh, give me one second. Let me clear this. Two d10 plus three. Uh, so twelve, fifteen. 15. That it exceeds does... my ruined threshold once. So you take oh. So Kim is now at negative ten. Uh, because his wound threshold means that he has taken a wound. Um, that has to be from one attack, by the way. So if Kim takes uh, enough damage... So say Kim's wound threshold is six. He takes... It is eight. It's eight, so he's eight. So he takes... Uh, let's say he takes nine damage this round. That means he gets one wound. But if he takes seven damage next round, he doesn't get another wound. Uh, it has to be... You only get a wound if you take over your wound threshold from a single attack. Okay. Yep. You follow? It's easy to explain. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, do you want anything... Do you, can you think of anything special to happen to Kim for being shot in the chest with a wrap round, an armor-piercing round? Stomach wound? Yeah. Be, you are, you are sh- taking... I'd be in shock if I could experience shock. You are taking one uh, damage per turn. Okay. For bleeding from your abdomen. Fair enough. All right. Uh, now let's roll for initiative. Uh, that's a D10, isn't it? Yes, yeah. one D10 plus your initiative mod. Uh, yours will say like 60, so just take off the zero. 16 in, in total. Sorry, initiative is the... Oh, yeah, init. init. 60, yeah. so yes. 6 yeah. Yeah. Uh, plus 9. 15. I rolled a 5 plus 6, so uh, 11. I got 11. 16. Yep. And Connell? 15. 15. 
So it goes Kim, Connell, Ranger, which is good because he's blind. So, Kim. Uh, he's not. He obviously hasn't taken the action yet, but he is uh, stumbling backwards. Mm. Okay, fair enough. Um... But not like he's going to fall over, just like he's trying to pull back slightly. <laughs> yeah. Uneven horse feet. I'm going to switch <laughs> to semi-automatic. Yep. And I'm going to take a cold shot at his hand. Left or right? Right. Okay. To try and disarm him. Cool. Uh, all right. Hit, uh, and he will get uh, fray. Uh, do you need... The cold shot is minus 10, by the way, just in case you yep. forgot. And his will be fray at half. His fray is 33, as we previously established. So I got... 43. I got 15, so you will definitely get him. Because, like, he cannot uh, get anywhere above your number. Yep. If that is and a hit. Mine just sneaks in under the 45, which is what my skill got Adjusted. reduced. Adjusted is. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, so uh, you shoot uh, one of the guns out of his hand, uh, and he will also take whatever damage you deal. Oh, yeah, right. Damage. <laughs> For, forgot about that. I was making him <laughs> real blind. Uh, I do 10 damage, which does not even break his armor. Yeah, it does not. So, fuck that. Connell? Connell. I will do the same, but for his other hand. Sweet. Uh, so that's a minus 10. Um, so you'll be at your normal value because yep. you won't have the smart link. Bang. And I got a 49. Nice. He's not capable of actually succeeding on this fray. And he fails. Hmm. And, and he I do doesn't even four. dodge. Uh, so the gun blows out of his hand. Uh, and oh. you can now make me the... Uh, damage roll. Damage roll. 2d6, uh, 2d10 plus 6, so... Boop, boop. Sorry, uh, how much damage? 9, 8, 17, 23 damage. 23. Yeah, he uh, loses... You, you're, uh, were you doing burst fire? Single shot. Okay. Uh, the uh, gun... Uh, flies out of his hand, uh, and the bullet, uh, you actually shot him higher up on his arm, uh, no. and it actually severed the uh, arm joint at the elbow, uh, and so his forearm drops to the ground, uh, and he's, and for his action, he says, Ouch. I think, I think I might have misjudged this situation. I'm gonna go... Leave you boys to your whatever it is you're doing. Ah, uh, he's backing out of the fight. <laughs> Fucking coward! He doesn't have any more weapons. He can't, he can't see. see. <laughs> I'm re Raymond. I'm gonna reload my seeker. Uh, yep, yep. I'll give him a couple seconds to gallop off before firing out of the doorway after him. 
Give me if, one minute. If I may. If I may. Uh, the pilot sees this dude pull away, uh, and he uh, lands uh, near the... Uh, as near to the uh, train car as he can. Um, you'll be able to fire at the guy once you're in the air. If you want. Will I take uh, a penalty for that? No, it'll be fine. You just fire okay. out the back at him. So I assume we drag Aaron into the uh, into yeah, the dropship. Yep. Uh, the door uh, the door begins to raise. Um, unless you want to tell the pilot not to, you won't be able don't, to fire. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't leave the door open. Uh, I assume there's like a, a com next yeah. to the door. Yeah, there'd be a wired com uh, just in case. Uh, yep. uh, okay. Uh, uh, so you, you start to take my, off. My seeker skill is fifty. I roll a sixty-eight. So a sixty yep. with the um, the smart link. But it's a seeker round, right? Won't it? Seek? Yeah. So it's it's got homing, which means it doesn't give you a bonus to hit. It just means that you don't need line of sight. Oh. Okay. I hit nearish. I suppose, maybe, I don't know. Uh, he, uh, you see one of his uh, legs, uh, one of his front legs fail, uh, and Kim will know what is about to happen. Uh, you see uh, his morph reconfigure the horse part of his body. It, like, collapses in on itself like an accordion, and he is now Ooh. walking on two legs. Uh, he's about six feet tall. Uh, actually, he's, high, he's taller than that. He's, like, seven or eight feet tall. Um... Yeah, so that's a, that is a feature of the synth tour, uh, so that you can fit into like bipedal spaces. So when he was yep. on the train, he was probably configured that way, uh, which and it normally makes it so that you have four arms. Um, mm. But then Cheeky when he needed to, yeah. uh, and so now he's sort of limping off into the distance. Called single shot at his head. You're really gonna fire again? Yes, just the just you know I've got five rounds left. All right, you'll take a minus ten for range, uh, but apart from that, you should be fine. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not fine. I critically failed on ninety-nine. Uh, you hit. <laughs> uh, the 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 just as you're about to pull the trigger, the aircraft banks to the left, uh, and the Whoa. pilot says says over the intercom, uh, "We've got incoming defense drones," and your uh, your bullet actually hits the wall. Uh, of the uh, aircraft, and you see a warning light start flashing. And he's like, "Damn it, they've hit us! <laughs> We're leaking fuel!" Oh shit! Uh, and he starts to accelerate off hard. Uh, but it actually, so it was bad in that the the plane is now leaking. But it meant that he accelerated hard before the actual things got into firing range. Uh, and so you guys managed to pull out of there. Uh, Pretty nice extraction. You, uh, your morphs are about six hours, uh, about four hours later. Uh, your uh, morphs, uh, current faces and stuff are plastered uh, all over the mesh uh, as these morphs are wanted. Uh, they are, they were used uh, to commit a crime. Um, there, you. There's also DNA uh, logs uh, for those specific morphs. 
Uh, Connell, mm. if this is your morph that you were using when you were on Earth, it means that you would likely have to abandon your uh, the morph you've had for ages. Uh, Kim's character probably doesn't care as much about abandoning the morph because it is just a my, vessel for his regal form. But my body, it, it's, it's been just like a body to me. <laughs> it's been like a body to me. Uh, but yeah, so that was the uh, adventure. Normally at the end of an Eclipse Phase uh, scenario like this, uh, you would then uh, get uh, some experience points. They're called res points. You only get like five, uh, mm -hmm. which you can adjust your character. Uh, and you would also get uh, your rep adjusted uh, for like how you performed and things like that. So like if you did stuff that was beneficial to the, in this case, the hypercorps, you might get hypercorp rep. Uh, but you also, it might go down because you blew up a train. Uh, so we yeah, what did you what did you guys think of this adventure? It's one of the shortest things I've ever run. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was great. Um, like I said, great entry level sort of stuff. Mm. Um, I, I liked the uh, the the mission, the style of it. Mm -hmm. I, I thought you plotted it out well. I want to know more about the centaur bloke, but. Yeah, so it actually, he appears in our Ocops phase, uh, the first game. Uh, the two, because the players of that, Kim and Will, uh, actually play as Martian Rangers, and they went to a festival, and they actually had a beer with another Martian Ranger, and that was the guy oh. uh, that you just heard from. So you can find out more about him by listening to that run. Um, that's Wonderful. up on the site, and hopefully there will be a new one of that up in May. Hopefully we'll record a new one in May. Um, mm -hmm. Kim, what did you think of this scenario? I thought it was really good. I liked what you did. I liked the flow of it. I liked the character participation. There's a couple of things that I want to point out. Um, yep. One of them is that I think you're a little too lenient, Raymond, with mm -hmm. the use of skills. Like, Connell's profession survival came up heaps. And that yeah, is like, so, and, that, and that, that seems to be like a consistent thing between our eclipse phase runs. We always seem to be able to use uh, a primary trained skill for a whole bunch of different stuff. Where I think that you should probably be a little bit harsher on the players and make them roll off training. All right, so that's something that we will tighten up in further in games if in the they, future. They that, want to do that. That's a point. Like I, I kept thinking about that to a lesser degree myself. I'm like, oh, you probably shouldn't be using survival for that, but. Like, at yeah. the same time, I expected him to have a much higher scrounging score. Um, yeah. I thought he would have had, like, 40 or 60. I thought it would have been one of his primary ones, so it would have turned mm -hmm. out not to be the case. So, um, yeah, that is certainly something to address in the future. Yeah, um, and the, se and the second thing is, is it's really more sort of like a personal preference thing mm -hmm. um, for me, is that I'm, I've, I don't really like the prep that we do. I understand that it's like a part of Eclipse phase, and I think it would work a whole lot better if we knew our character and we knew what our character was like, what we what we would expect our character to want to find out from our networks, from our contacts, and all those yeah. kinds of things. You mean but like a, a bit of... Getting... Um... Sorry, Kim, go on. Yeah, when we're just getting dropped into a one-shot, yeah. I think that we need... Or I feel when you're just like, is there anything that you guys want to prepare for? I feel as a player that I need I need more help to okay. kind of like pick out the things that I I might like to yeah. to find out, like what would be helpful. 
I've been trying to streamline those prep sections in my games. Yeah. Um, yeah. I may, even if I run, like, for instance, the upcoming Eclipse phase thing, I'm not even going to have that. It's going to be you yeah. step through the gate and you're done. Um, yeah. I, I know that you have been, and I know that it actually has been successful in some runs that you've done recently. And I think today we just slipped backwards a little bit in streamlining that. No, that so may well like, have been that, because of me. Well, as, no, as I was so, doing, so, you wanted so Kim to pointed out he didn't really know what he should have been asking for. Yeah, um, and I think that you, Connell, actually came up with some really good ideas for the ways to use your network. So I think that your input actually improved that you. process. Yeah, but it you. still wasn't it still wasn't enough for me personally to know what what needs to happen in that stage without knowing the character. Like I'm quite sure in yeah. an ongoing campaign of Eclipse Phase, it would be a lot easier. Mm, yeah, indeed. It, it does. It does sound like you um, would find the process a lot easier if there was a bit more role playing and a character development, or at least developed character in yeah, that um, portion of the run. Um, what was the thing I was going to say? Uh, yeah. So maybe. So maybe next time, rather than have it um, have it be that yes, your character's being pulled in at the last minute, but. Yeah. Have it be that the the uh, the job is more laid out already. Yeah. Uh, if I run something like that again, uh, have yeah, it be. I think I think that that's here's all the, here's all the gear you will need. Yeah, it's like I know that you want us to be creative, and I want to be creative, but I kind of want to go. Here are the like a dozen things that I could use from the mm. mission brief to actually fix this potential scenario down the line, rather than getting in a situation and going. If you'd picked this in the preparation, then you'd be able to fix this. But because you didn't think of that, now you've got to deal with this situation with no help. Yeah, no, what that's if, a fair point. What if we? Uh, what, what if you were to do that sort of um, preparation before you actually go live? Ah, uh, yeah. That's so you could a behind do behind the you, scenes thing. Uh, so like sometimes we do do that. Um, I've done that for. Uh, I've done had that done in other online games that I've played. It's been like, is there anything that your character sheets don't have that you would like? So like the pre-gens come with a set of stuff. Uh, yeah. you know, you can like, for example, the pre-gen Martian Ranger doesn't come with a police baboon, but the Art does have one, so oh. I asked the GM, "Can I have the uh, the smart baboon?" And they're like, "Yeah, you can totally have the smart baboon." So I had that. Um, Fair enough. And yeah, things like that. Like I could have said, "Can I actually have the sniper rifle she's equipped with?" Because like, why doesn't she have the sniper rifle? Although I was playing a um a neuter character, so I was uh, gender neutral. I was I wasn't male or female. Um, can, can I just point out that um the 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 Martian Ranger. You know, yeah. she's got the, the typical um, science fiction female armor. In her Eclipse, equipment, it is yeah. noted as light body armor with offensive armor. Let me just take a moment to appreciate her offensive armor. So, in any other setting, um, <laughs> in any other setting, I would really, really hate uh, that outfit. But in Eclipse phase, uh, it's she can't not... get cold on Mars. Well, so she's in a Martian Alpiner, which means that she actually has temperature tolerance. Um, it's right there. Temperature tolerance improved. So she can actually deal with that. But, like, it's a really odd choice for a Martian Ranger to be dressed that way. I think that some artist was all like, yeah, sci-fi lady cop, I'm going to make her all sexy. 
And yeah. uh, and I and I reckon that the post-human studios guys were just like, we can't afford to recommission this. We'll just go. With it. <laughs> she still looks like a badass. She's just a little oh, more sexualized sure. than we would like. Um, I'm a little more terrified of her baboon than her. Oh her yeah, so I so so I had my smart baboon be a smoker as well. Um, so <laughs> we actually shared a cigar at one point. But yeah, uh, that's one of the more problematic images in there. Like you scroll down <laughs> to like the other female, like the other actors and stuff that are presented in it, and like they're not sexualized at all. It's really mm. odd. Um, for certain characters, it makes sense that they'd be displayed that way. Like if you were playing a seductress character or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just it's it is it is odd for the Martian Ranger to look that way. But yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, I think we'll uh, end it here. Uh, thank you for listening to Insert Quest here. Um, I hope that you uh, enjoyed listening. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed playing. Um, <laughs> please check us out on uh, Facebook. WordPress. Uh, we are also on SoundCloud, which is where we upload most of our podcasts. You can find us on Twitter. Um, is there anywhere I've forgotten, Kim? Nope. That's everything. You can also reach us by email at insertquestgear oh, yeah. at gmail.com. Um, and please uh, share our content, uh, comment on it. Uh, like us on Facebook is really important because that helps us know how many people we have. Um, and it also helps you uh, find out when we're going to run online games and stuff. Anybody that has liked us on Facebook is eligible uh, to uh, join the Facebook games. Um, yeah. If, so uh, if you haven't, if you haven't liked us on Facebook and you want to join one of those games, I will not send you the link because uh, I have no idea who you are. You could just be some random. Uh, but yeah, uh, farewell from the past. I'm Raymond, uh, and thank you for listening. Where is the stop recording button? <laughs>